high school baseball. There's a ball hit toward left field again. That's going to get down for a base hit. And moving into second base with a stand-up double is going to be Peyton Bocock. Today, it's live coverage of the first-ever Kearney High School home baseball game from historic Memorial Field in Kearney. High School Baseball on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Langan gets his sign. Here comes the next pitch on the way. Swung out and missed, and he strikes him out. And the ball game is over. Langan comes up with uh, three strikeouts in relief, and Kearney grabs the win. The Bearcats open their season hosting the Pavilion La Vista South Titans. Both programs have a history of baseball success, with the Titans winning a state title twice this decade, while Kearney's Legion program has won every district title. It's the Titans and the Bearcats coming up next. But first, it's time for the pregame show. We'll take you live to Memorial Field in Kearney with ESPN's Jeff Babel right after this. To be a Platte River Prep School sponsor, like Awari Dunes and Copycat Printing, email digital at platteriverradio.com and find out how you can support your team on platteriverpreps.com. Five stations. Plum 30 KHS. KSS. Hastings. KXPN Carney. The Breeze 94.5. Classic Hits. Power 99. One team. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. Platteriverpreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports. Your music. And welcome to the Carney High Baseball home opener, the very first and historic game at Memorial Field for the high school program. Now, there's been a Legion program for many years and a successful program at that, but this is the first regulation NSAA home matchup here. I'm Jeff Babel alongside my color guy, Chris Langan. Stacy Johns back in the studio. First 50 fans through the door today got a free T-shirt. They're doing the introductions of the teams right now and the ceremonial first pitch between Kearney Catholic Principal Terry Terry Torson and Superintendent of Kearney High School, Kent Edwards. And we're about ready for baseball here. We're going to take our first break. And on the other side, uh, Doug Duda got a chance to catch up with Brad Archer uh, to preview today's game and preview the season for the Bearcats. We'll be back in two minutes. At Steinbrink Landscaping and Greenhouses in Kearney, our experienced landscape designers will help you take your ideas and dreams for your property and turn them into reality. Unleash your property's full potential by letting our team professionally design, install, and maintain your residential or commercial landscapes. We can help you transform your yard and garden into the envy of the neighborhood. Visit them online at steinbrink.com or stop by and talk to the experts at 2010 30th Avenue. Steinbrink Landscaping, locally grown, locally owned, and a proud sponsor of Kearney. High baseball. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make our clients feel like family. Looking for home, auto, life, or business insurance? We're here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is to help you realize your dreams by providing the protection and peace of mind to power life's journey. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene at 308-237-0914 or insconnect.net. Stop in at 2615 2nd Avenue. Proud supporters of Kearney Baseball. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding, and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney voted best of Kearney four years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. 
Carney Baseball is brought to you in part by Biotest Plasma. How would you like to be compensated for becoming a superhero? Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Carney, is currently seeking superheroes. How do you become a superhero? By donating your life-saving plasma. Your plasma will be used to treat a variety of conditions, and when you become a plasma donor superhero, you're compensated for your time, up to $340 a month. Please visit us online at biotestplasma.com or stop by Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Kearney. We've talked about it. We've waited for it. We've kind of even prayed for it. A home opener for Carney Baseball. After all this time, it is finally taking place this afternoon. A doubleheader against Papillion La Vista South and head coach Brad Archer with us here in the pregame. Fresh off the program's first victory last night in Lincoln, beating East 6-2 to two to put them 1-1 one and one on the season. And Coach, uh, I know that uh, you are ready to get this home game going because you want to play a little bit of baseball, and it's been uh, hard going here for everybody. Well, that's true. Uh, obviously, the weather has not been good for anyone in the state of Nebraska, and uh, we're looking forward to uh, getting this uh, first uh, home game in. And, and uh, I know uh, we have a lot of people in the community and, and uh, involved in the school system that uh, feel the same way. Coach, what's it mean to you? You've been a pro- part of this program for 40-plus years. Players, coach, uh, what does it mean to be able to have a high school home game for the first time today? Well, it's going to be exciting. It's it's going to be one of those uh, memory makers, uh, especially for the kids. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we played our first two games on the road, and, and uh, now it's time to uh, open up the season at home, and we're expecting uh, a, a big crowd today and, and a lot of festivities going on today uh, prior to the game. And so it'll be an exciting time uh, for everyone, and, and uh, it'll be nice to play at home and, and uh, get these first couple games uh uh, done and over with. Yeah, obviously these things are big for the community and the program and like that, but I always harken back to football coaches during homecoming week. They hate it because there's so many other distractions. What do you do to make sure that your team is focused when they uh, step on the field this afternoon? Well, I think they're going to I think they're going to be focused. We've been looking forward to this for for a week and a half, two weeks now and and uh we've talked to the kids a little bit and they know what to expect today and and uh I you know, I kind of told them that uh, it's probably going to be a circus-like atmosphere up there today. We're probably going to have some drones flying around and some people on lifts taking pictures and first pitches and we're going to introduce uh, all 40 players that uh, that we kept this spring so uh, we'll get through it uh, you know we uh, played at Lincoln East last night and didn't get home till about 1 or 1 15 in the morning so uh, hopefully these kids are running on a little adrenaline today. Coach what about uh, the first two games uh, and extra innings against a pious team you're very familiar with and, and then Braden Miller had a big game yesterday for you and you end up winning six to two uh, take us through those first two games. Well, the first game of the year was uh, fun to play down at uh, Lincoln Pius. We've, we've played them uh, numerous times over the years and know the coaches uh, really well. And Coach Connett uh, played at Lincoln Pius and coached at Lincoln Pius for five years. So uh, it, it was a good game. We we had a chance to win, and, and uh, unfortunately they came up with a big hit in the, in the extra inning there. Uh, last night against Lincoln East, uh, I like what I saw we, we got out of a jam in the first inning again, uh, which is the same type of thing that we had with uh, Pius, but uh, we got out of a jam last night in the first inning with no runs. And, and from that point on, Jackson Worley was our starter, and, and he threw well, and then we turned it over to uh, Chandler Welker, and, 
and that was uh, both uh, Jackson and Chandler's first time on the mound this year. And Chandler, Chandler pitched uh, excellent and, and uh, got us into the uh, seventh inning. And then we then we decided to bring in uh, Brant uh, Grosskreis to close it. So from that standpoint, from a pitching standpoint, from a defensive standpoint, uh, uh, starting to look like uh you know we're we're becoming a little bit better there uh you know again we we had never taken a ground ball on grass until these first two games and those type of things so that was a little bit of adjustment we've always taken our ground balls on turf but uh and then as you said uh Braden had a great game i think he ended up with three doubles and and did a nice job behind the plate so um all in all, happy to get that first win over with. Uh, that was just one of those things that we wanted to get uh, done and, you know, didn't want to see something happen like going six or seven games before you get your first win. So nice to get that one out of the way. And last minute here with Carney baseball coach Brad Archer getting ready for their home over. It's a doubleheader against Papillion La Vista South. Coach, who are you going with on the mound and what kind of a scouting report do you have on South? Well, again, Papio South is a team that we normally play during the summer, so we have quite a bit of information on them. Uh, we're going to start Mason Casper the first game on the mound, and then uh, our plans are to uh, start Brandt uh, Grosskreitz and the second game. So those will be our two uh, starting pitchers, and then uh, we still have uh, a number of pitchers that we can use in relief as well. What do we uh, know through these first two games? We talked last week on the Doug and Daddy show about maybe some tweaks that are different from the summer to the, to the spring. Uh, is it too early to tell, or have you already noticed a couple of those? Well, I, I, you know, baseball's baseball, so th- there's just a, a, a few different rule changes that, uh, you know, are going to take us a little while to get uh, situated. Uh, I, I suppose the, the biggest one, and I talked about this on your show last week, is just the, the change in the DH rule and, and those type of things. Um, you know, the DH and Legion, you can only DH for your pitcher. And actually, high school, you can DH for any position you want to, which are, you know, some rules that we used to have years ago in, in uh, Legion baseball as well. But uh, just trying to get that rule situated on all the changes that we make, you know, during the course of the game and making sure that we uh, keep the right people in the right spots uh, is something that uh, we've been paying uh, particular attention to. But, uh, you know, like I said, uh, you know, once we get to the field and, and uh, get the game started, you know, um, it, it's no different than uh, whether we're playing during the spring or the summer. All right, Coach, best of luck in the doubleheader today, and we look forward to following you again throughout the season. Thanks for the time. All right, thanks, Deb. That's Carney Baseball Coach Brad Archer. We're getting close to opening pitch here on ESPN Radio. Back after this. Play ball. Great Western Bank and Carney is a proud supporter of the Carney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! Starting a new construction or an existing renovation project can seem like a daunting task. A task best trusted to Duncan Tice Construction to design and coordinate virtually any residential or commercial project. Duncan Tice Construction features single source accountability, cost control, and faster completion. Make precision, professionalism, efficiency, and quality control part of your project. Find us at DuncanTiceConstruction.com. A proud sponsor of Carney Baseball in this broadcast. And welcome back to Memorial Field. First pitch, ceremonial first pitch just delivered. Let's take a look 
at the starting lineups. Let's start first with the away team, the Papillion La Vista South Titans. They're going to be um, in the leadoff spot. Number eight, a junior left fielder, Nate Denny. In the number two hole, Trenton Brem. He's a sophomore second baseman for the Titans. In the three hole, Bodie Waller, a junior and third baseman for the Titans. Austin Sides will bat cleanup. He's a sophomore and first baseman. He wears number one. Number 10, Jackson Horn, the shortstop, will bat fifth. Jack Bland is the catcher, and he will bat sixth. He is number 17. Number 11, Lane Harris is your pitcher tonight. He's a junior for Papillion La Vista. And Hunter Woods, an outfielder, um, center fielder, excuse me, he's a senior. He'll wear number seven. And number two in right field, a junior, Daniel Schumacher. Papillion La Vista South is coached by Bill Lynham, Jamie Glover, and Buckaroo Bales, excuse me, and their statistician, Zach Hot Sauce Jackson. Now it's time for the Carney Bearcats. They're taking the field right now. Batting leadoff, number three, senior Trey Rodriguez. He'll be in center field. Batting number two, number 12, a junior, Lane Shires. He'll play second base. In the three hole, the designated hitter, number 23, a junior, Tyler Shermer. And on the mound tonight, batting cleanup, Mason Casper. He's a senior. He'll wear number four. In the five hole, Braden Miller, a, a senior, number 10, and catcher. And Sestro is your six-hole hitter. He's a junior, wears number 41. He'll be in right field. Will Richter, number 20, a junior. He'll play third base tonight for the Bearcats, a doubleheader here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Game one scheduled for four. We'll have the second game at approximately 6 o'clock. Um, number eight-hole hitter is Corbin Foster, number 21, a senior. He'll be playing first base tonight. And Brant Rotskreitz, your shortstop, is in the nine-hole hitter. He's a junior. He'll be playing your shortstop position. Also, in the uh, high school baseball, you can DH for any player. And so your DH um, tonight is Tyler Shermer. He won't be batting, though, for the pitcher, Mason Casper, like you would see in Legion. Um, so he'll be batting, actually, for the left fielder tonight, uh, senior, number 25, Gabe Hines. So those are your starting lineups here. Um they are doing the warm-up tosses. Again, I'm joined alongside now Chris by Chris Lang. And, Chris, a historic first day here for Kearney High Baseball. Yeah, you know, I grew up in Kearney. Obviously, I've been in Kearney a lot of my life. And I can tell you this, I've came, come to all my dad's ball games. I used to have his umpire when he was when I was about 10 years old. All my times I've ever been at Memorial Stadium, I've never seen this many people dressed in this kind of attire. Right. So you can definitely tell this is a historic day for uh, the Carney High Bearcat program because obviously it's their first game ever and you know it's been a long time coming and the biggest thing about today overall is just you know finally actually seeing that in a home stadium where you know people they've obviously played a few road, game, road games but now everybody actually gets to see this at home for once and it's kind of a nice moment for Carney High. Yep lights are off right now Chris to start the game and Mason Casper has toned the rubber. Jim Langan behind the plate gets everybody ready play a ball and leading off for Papillion La Vista South Up to the right side. Looks like it's going to be. Looks like a nice catch out there. No foul ball. Good effort there. That was a great effort. You know that wind a little bit already. We pretty chilly day yeah. obviously, but a little bit of a wind coming right at us. Uh, you know, towards the hitter. So it's going to be a tough day to hit. But more importantly, you know, it's going to be kind of tough to field too because that ball over to first base to Foster there kind of just the wind kind of kept taking it and taking it. Sometimes it's hard to get a good read on that, but nonetheless a good effort. 
batter toes the plate, gets a couple practice swings here, and Casper into the wind-up position. He deals and fires. Looks like a strike right down the middle. And so now a 1-1 count for Mason Casper. And anything that's close to that, I guarantee you, Jimmy, with the yeah. first game and with the weather, those are going to get cold strikes. All right, so here comes the third pitch in the line position. Casper delivers. Looks like breaking ball low for ball number ball number one. Excuse me. So that first one is a foul ball. I called it a, a, a ball in my book. So it is, it is a 1-2 count for Casper. So it looks like they probably were trying to go for an out pitch there. Here comes a breaking ball. Just misses up for Casper. So 2-2 count here. Now, Chris, if you're pitching on the mound, 2-2 count, where are you going to try to go here? Well, to me, I think this early in the year with your pitch count, I, I think you got to attack the hitter here with a fastball or something that's in the zone. Delivers and a little bit inside here. Ground ball to the shortstop, throws across, and in time. So gross crites to Foster. That'll be 6-3 on your scorebook. And the first out in Carney baseball history goes 6-3, gross crites to Foster. And, yeah, you know, that, that thing with – Five pitch batter. The biggest thing is that it's so early in the year that Brad Archer, Coach Archer, doesn't want to use his arm so much. So the biggest thing is how many times, maybe early in their these games, can they get out of innings with 10, 12 pitches to really preserve their pitchers? Yeah, pitch count in Legion ball in high school ball a little different. First pitch crossed and it is low for ball number one. Um, on if you go less than 31 pitches, you don't have to have any rest, but you can only make two appearances in one day. Uh, here comes the second pitch. Wind up for Casper and delivers. Looks like a Fastball outside, pretty close call, but the uh, catcher uh, Miller wasn't able to snag that one in. That might have been why it wasn't called a strike. So 31 to 50 pitches is one day's rest, 51 to 70 is two days rest, and 71 to 90 is three days rest. Casper throws across the middle of the plate for an easy strike, two-one count. So in that scenario, Chris, you wanna if you wanna use Mason again, uh, if you look at your schedule, you might try to have a pitch count of 70, and like you said, really limit those pitches. Yeah, you know, you have as the pitch comes here from Casper. Winds, and it looks like it's a fastball low. And the biggest thing, too, is we can, obviously, there's that big hindrance with just those pitch counts in general, but I think this early in the year, too, you've got guys out there who haven't thrown in three, four months off a of mound super viciously and competitively. Right. You want to keep those guys down just for the sake of their arms as well. Casper in the windup, ground ball to third base. One hop there, it throws across, and good dig over there at first base by Foster. Richter um, didn't clean it fieldy, uh, but when he did, he whipped it across and got the easy out over at first, so score that one 5-3 to three in your book. Now I coached Grand Island this past summer, and every once in a while i got to see a look at Corbin Foster. He really, I mean, first base defense isn't really something that anybody really takes too big of a concern in. You know, it's mm-hmm. not the most important position to field, but he is really... He, he has a glove over there for sure, and he saves a lot of runs for Carney. Waller, now your batter for Papillion La Vista South. He's a left-hander. And at first pitch, fastball across, ground ball to Foster, easy throw over to Casper, underhanded for out number three. So Papillion La Vista goes in order here. One, two, three. Do up for Carney in the top of the first. We'll have Trey Rodriguez, Lane Shires, and Tyler Shermer. You're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. 
Your home or business doesn't have a tarp during rain delays, so when you experience water damage, the only place to call is SeaTac Restoration in Kearney. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTac is here to get it right. Each member of the SeaTac team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTac is also your home for custom flooring, whether that be hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpeting. Don't just foul off your restoration and flooring plans. Hit a home run with SeaTac at SeaTacRestoration.com. I didn't know. I didn't know. Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food to go order during the seventh inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HD TVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go, Kearney. Baseball. The Bike Shed in Kearney proudly supports Kearney High Baseball. Our staff has many years of experience and is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. We carry a full line of bikes, fitness equipment, parts and accessories, and provide service and repair. We assist professional to casual bike riders with bike parts knowledge, support, labor, and custom bike setups. If you'd like to talk to our specialists, call us at 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Get fit with help from the Bike Shed in Kearney. Online at headtotheshed.com. You already know that at Lanny Carlson Motors, we go the extra mile for you. And now we're going for extra bases, too. If we don't have what you're looking for, our convenient car finder tool will help us put you in the right car at the right price. Our prices can't be beat for cars as new as last year's models. And we even have financing available. So come on in and see my husband Lanny, Jerry, or Brandon in North Kearney across from Menards at 6110 2nd Avenue or online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. That's Lanny Carlson Motors going the extra mile for you. Proudly supporting Kearney High School Baseball. And welcome back to Historic Memorial Field. About ready for the bottom half of the first. And Miller throws it down to second, and we're about ready to go. They're going to have a quick huddle at the mound. So a good first top of the first inning for Kearney today, Chris. Yeah, exactly. And that's the, the best way you want to go out is getting out there and most importantly keeping that pitch count down and getting off to a good start when you know you've had – They've had a lot of hype kind of coming into this game, and you sometimes wonder how much of that will play into your performance a little bit. And a lot of times, if you can get past those first couple innings, it'll give you a good indicator of, you know, getting past the whole experience of it being your first game and kind of just playing baseball. Unofficially, I had uh, Casper with nine pitches. So here's the first pitch for Pavilion La Vista, and it is a strike across the plate to Trey Rodriguez, the center fielder, a senior for the Bearcats. It's still awful early in the season, so a lot of these guys, you know, just kind of trying to get their feet wet, see some live at-bats. Pitch across, foul ball, heading right towards the stand. So foul ball, that foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. Home Real Estate, there's no place like home. So a quick 0-2 count now for Lane Harris for Papillion, the Vista South. If you're Trey Rodriguez, all you got to do here, choke up, try and stay alive. Yeah, exactly. Kind of fight off some pitches here. Just, just avoid going down on three pitches this early in the game. Harris working out of the stretch, fly ball to center field. Or well, that's shortstop. The wind's really playing with the ball out there, so that's a, a put out F six in your book for Trey Rodriguez and three pitches into the game. Lane Harris gets his first out. You know the the toughest thing about Midwest baseball in general is you just don't you can get inside and maybe you can get on a pitching machine or get a few live at bats, but the the toughest thing 
to adjust to in the early months is just seeing the ball live off of a pitcher. And a lot of times the pitcher kind of can have the advantage over the hitter for a few months. First pitch to Shires, ground ball to short, and pulls the first baseman off the bag. So we'll score that one E6, and Shires is the first base runner for the Bearcats here in the top of the first. You know, another advantage of Connie when you're playing at home, at least, is there's the disadvantage where every time you go on the road, you've got to deal with natural grass or something that's not turf. But when you're at home, so even as, you know, turf has those really nice natural bounces, mm-hmm. but you still have an advantage over the other team because you see it all the time. And we saw it kind of there a little bit play into it, but the biggest time it plays into it is on slides. You'll see guys slide over the back all the time from opposing teams. Big lead over there from Trey Rodriguez, threat to steal. Inside corner, called for a strike. On Shermer, the designated hitter. Rodriguez loves to run. He a lot of times he'll do that drag bunt too, or at least show it, and he can sometimes get a lot of hits there as he causes a throw over from the pitcher there. But he's really he is known mainly for his speed. He can certainly do other things as well, but the biggest thing that sets him apart from your average player is he can absolutely fly. Shermer batting left-handed. Harris out of the stretch, and there goes Rodriguez. Throw down to second is late, and not fielded very correctly there by Horn. So a stolen base. For uh, uh, Lane Shires, excuse me, that was an E6 uh, for Shires. So, runner on in scoring position for the Bearcats. 1-1 count, one out here in the bottom of the first. From the stretch, a pickoff move back, and in plenty of time is Shires. I apologize. I thought maybe Trey Rodriguez was <laughs> yeah. out there, and here yeah. we are analyzing. Just giving in. I kind of was watching the guy run a little bit, and I thought, yeah, I thought it was a little bit fast. Not that the guy didn't have good speed, but I was like, oh, I kind of expect a little bit more than that. But oh, it all makes sense. From the stretch, ball low and in the dirt. There is no dirt here at Memorial Field, Chris, though. It is a beautiful um, turf infield, and sometimes those balls – skip a little bit quicker on those ground balls yeah exactly that's the biggest thing is and a lot of times those infield hits they become hits here when they're not on grass harris winds and delivers foul ball and out of the ballpark and hopefully chris you aren't parked over there that foul ball brought to you by home real estate there is no place like home so now a 2-2 count runner on second in scoring position is shires carney looking to get an early lead here in the ballgame from the stretch, delivers. Looks like it's high and outside. And Kitcher misfielded that one. Ended up skipping out in front of him, Chris. So now it's going to be a full count for uh, Shermer here. And if you're Shermer, um, you're looking for something to hit. Yeah, even, you know, a lot of people think with two strikes, you always got to be choking up. And sometimes that's, a, depending on the pitcher, that's the truth. But 3 2 early in the game, go ahead and look to rip one here. Full count, pitch across, and it is a called third strike. From my vantage point, I look like a good call. Maybe a little bit up in the zone, but the key word there, in the zone. Yeah, 3-2 there. That's kind of, having played for Coach Archer a few times, that's probably one of his biggest pet peeves. He absolutely hates to see that bat hang on the shoulders there, regardless of the count. So, tough one to take. But, again, these, these guys are all just seeing their first, they're still in their first uh, 10 at-bats of the season for the most part. So, Matt brings up number four, Mason Casper. He's the opposing pitcher for Harris in the first pitch, a strike Right down the middle, fastball there for Harris. So, 0-1 count, and Casper digs in. Pitch is coming, and it is in the gap. And is that going to get down? Yes, it will. One run will score. And Casper takes a big turnaround second, and he'll... 
Looks like they'll head back to first. Poorly fielded there at second base, but an RBI single for Mason Casper, helping his own cause. Yeah, and even there, you could kind of see it. Off the bat, that thing looked like it was very well struck, and it was a nice line drive. But you kind of thought for a second there that might be in the gap, and all of a sudden you see the the left fielder actually diving for the ball, and then it kind of dies out there right when it gets past his glove. So right away we can already see that weather just playing a big role. We've already seen it play a role with some of those foul balls towards first, and obviously anything that's hit hard, uh, it's, it's going to lose a little bit of speed as it get, makes its way further and further out in the outfield. That'll bring up Braden Miller, the catcher, and the five-hole hitter, Casper on first. Here comes the pitch. It is right down the middle for a strike. So a quick one nothing lead here for Carney Bearcats. Again, we like to thank many of our fine sponsors, including C-Tech Flooring. C-Tech Flooring, your restoration experts. Here comes the 0-1 pitch. Looks like it's low and inside. Looked like a fastball to me, Chris. Um, so as far as command early, I think both pitchers are are struggling a bit, but not horribly. Yeah, I, I, again, it's just it's early season, and you know, the, for the most part, as long as you're not walking guys all the time, it's all right to have a few battles here and there. So that's the main thing is just make sure those pitchers stay competitive. Casper heading to second, ball is called a strike, and into center field goes the ball, but Casper will remain at second because the uh, center fielder there for Papillon La Vista South Hunter Woods was uh, doing a good job of backing up. So one two count now with two outs. Uh, runner in scoring position you want to try and get bat on ball here yeah and again on that stolen base Papio South has not done a good job either time covering second at all so Carney might be able to run regardless of the base runner today one two count low and in the dirt breaking ball misses for Harris and that'll bring a two two count to Braden Miller you know now you're at the point where you've kind of you kind of got to decide here we got a two two pitch what do you want to do it's early in the game do you want to save the pitch count as that pitch Lace deep into left. And camping under and misfielding it was Denny. I'm assuming that'll be ruled a hit. Uh, going into second with the double is Miller. We'll wait for the official score here. Sestro will be your new batter. Carney with an early 2 nothing lead, so if you're Coach Archer, you've got to be really pleased. Yeah, that's the biggest, again, that early lead, especially with all the festivities so to speak going on before this game it's nice to see the bearcats off to a quick start they didn't put the official hit or error up but they went from two hits to one or one hits to two so that would be an rbi uh, double for Braden miller first pitch across and in the dirt and 1-0 count miller or harris excuse me for pavilion vista south digs fires and looks like just off the plate for ball number two. The biggest thing so far, I, we talked about the live at-bats a little bit, but the, the fielding just for Papio South, and I don't want to you know, go after him because that's not what I'm saying, but you can just kind of tell they haven't had a ton of time outside, and that's going to be the biggest, I think, the biggest discussion so far for any team playing is just the amount of work they haven't been able to get to so far. Pitch low in, in the dirt, but fielded out there um, by Stroh, ground out to second base, and that will go 5-3 to end the inning. So Carney gets two runs on two hits, no errors, and one man left on base. Due up for Papillion La Vista South in the top of the second. Sides, Horn, and Bland, and you're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. 
Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home, and I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Man, Cooper, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. That's right, boys. Landscaping is hard work, and not to mention, most people just don't have the time. Don't worry, that's exactly why we're here. Johnson Landscape has been landscaping the Tri-City area for 20 years, and our professional staff knows how to do the job right and on time. As always, we offer landscaping, sprinkler systems, retaining walls, paver patios, and much more. Ooh, this landscaping is awesome. Good thing we called Johnson Landscape. Check us out on the web at johnsonlandscape.net. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery will help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. Optical Gallery on 39th Street in Kearney. And back here at Memorial Field, foul ball first pitch for Austin Sides. That foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There is no place like home. So quick early 2-0 lead here for the Bearcats. Austin Sides is a bat. Bats right-handed, plays first base for Papillion La Vista South. Casper working out of the windup, delivers, and high for ball number one. Yeah, and you know, so far it's just a really good start for Carney overall. The getting runs on the board and Mason Casper is able to throw strikes, and that's the biggest thing you want to see early in the year. Breaking ball misses high. No, it looks like it was called a strike. So break a late break there, and for uh, head, uh, home pay umpire Jim Langan calls that one a strike. We own Jimmy pretty well here up in the booth. And that's a big pitch for Casper one one to show that in high school baseball. Not all of the people and pitchers can do that on a one one pitch. And what? right there we see it one two. Another nice curveball. To get the strikeout for Casper. Beautiful curveball um, right on the inside edge. Froze uh, sides for Pavilion La Vista South. Um, so a backwards K in the book there for Shires, and that'll bring up, or not Shires, Casper, excuse me, and that'll bring up Jackson Horn, sophomore shortstop for Pavilion La Vista. Out of the windup, and fastball misses just outside for ball number one. And, you know, you talk about you can't when you get inside, you can't really do a lot pitching. But you certainly you can kind of get some BP swings in that are kind of similar to fastball. But you have no substitute for a good curveball in game like we saw we've seen from Casper so far. Casper throws a little high, but offering on it was Horn. So a one one count now And Casper. He's a quick worker and he's already getting ready to go in the windup. So he's getting his signs right here from Miller delivers and it's fouled way out to the right side again that foul ball brought to you by home real estate there is no place like home so one two count here if you're casper you're going to try to go back to that breaking ball chris or you're going to go with the high heat I, I think i'd go breaking ball here go ahead and keep keep your pitch down you don't want to throw any waste pitches this early in the game at least this early in the season i think sure. you try to get guys as quickly as you can casper bends the knees delivers down in the dirt and a drop th- 
put an easy tag out there for me. That looks like it is his second strikeout of the inning, and Carney has faced the minimum so far. Yeah, and we already see right there Casper with that curveball kind of showing he's certainly got it today, and if Papillion South is going to look like that the whole game, you know, you're going to be seeing that just about in any count he wants. Papillion, the Vista South, Chris, so far 0-3 on the year, but they've been in a lot of their games, so it might be a deceitful 0-3. So right now Casper is shutting them down. Here comes his first pitch to Blaine that is low and in the dirt for ball number one. Yeah, and you know, I think this early in the season, the big, the biggest one to look at with such a small sample size is more the run differential. And like you said, that's been they've been at least close in those games, so it shows some promise for them. Casper delivers the second pitch, and it looks like it was misfielded there by Miller. I think it hit him in the mask and then just <laughs> went right back to the backstop. So ball one for Jack Bland. I'd like to thank many of our fine sponsors, like Fanatic Sports Bar and Grill, where everybody wins, North Vista Point Shopping Center, and Casper delivers a strike right down the middle, so a 1-1 count for Mason Casper facing Jack Bland, the opposing catcher, in the windup. He delivers a fastball, misses low for ball number two. And, you know, you're right about Casper. He certainly gets up there and fires it and you know I, I think every pitcher can be different you'd like to see guys get up there as fast as they can especially as a fan because it makes the game a little bit more actionable but he certainly can do that as that ball is low as well three three one ball so that'll be a base on balls so the first base runner of the game for Papillion La Vista South and it looks like they're going to do a courtesy runner for Jack and according to my notes uh, that would be Jacob check over there at first base. So base on balls, and Carney Bearcats have their first runner. Not a terribly big lead over there at first. Now it's starting to stretch a little bit. Working out of the stretch now is Casper. Looks his guy over and delivers to the plate, and looks like a strike right down the middle, fastball from Casper. You know, one thing this early in the season is you really, it's very tough to have a good scouting report on the other team. Now, you could, you kind of with the main players, especially if they played the previous season, you can figure out some things, but there's some things early in the year where you don't know quite what the runners, the guys on base tendencies are, so you kind of got to go through a sampling through these two games to figure that kind of stuff out. Fastball crossed for Casper, brings it to 0-2. We're here in the Top of the second inning, Carney with a two to nothing lead in their inaugural home game. Casper looking to strike out the side here with an 0-2 count. The big lead over there at first looks him back, delivers home, and it's a foul ball up the right field corner and out of play. That foul ball brought to you by home real estate. There's no place like home. And he challenged him with a fastball there. He fouled it off to the right side. So. This is probably a decent time for Casper to use that curveball, especially with how he's how it's been working this inning. So I'd expect to see that here, kind of finish off Papio South before they get a little run going here. 0-2 count from the from the set position. Casper delivers. Looks like it was a curveball. Misses outside. Yeah, and you know, Casper, the biggest thing right now is just you got to kind of finish him off with two outs here. The big, the, sometimes it's not even whether you give up runs with two outs. It's you know how your pitch count does. And right now, I think he's thrown eight, nine pitches ever since he got two outs. And Breaking ball right down the middle, broke from off the plate on, and that is the third strikeout. That one is the second looking for Casper. So not a one, two, three inning, but Casper retires three of the four he faced. No runs, no hits, no errors, and one man left on base. We'll head to the bottom of the second. Do up for the Bearcats. 
At Steinbrink Landscaping and Greenhouses in Kearney, our experienced landscape designers will help you take your ideas and dreams for your property and turn them into reality. Unleash your property's full potential by letting our team professionally design, install, and maintain your residential or commercial landscapes. We can help you transform your yard and garden into the envy of the neighborhood. Visit them online at steinbrink.com or stop by and talk to the experts at 2010 30th Avenue. Steinbrink Landscaping, locally grown, locally owned, and a proud sponsor of Kearney high baseball. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make our clients feel like family. Looking for home, auto, life, or business insurance? We're here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is to help you realize your dreams by providing the protection and peace of mind to power life's journey. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene at 308-237-0914 or insconnect.net. Stop in at 2615 2nd Avenue. Proud supporters of Kearney Baseball. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding, and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney voted best of Kearney four years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. Carney Baseball is brought to you in part by Biotest Plasma. How would you like to be compensated for becoming a superhero? Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Carney, is currently seeking superheroes. How do you become a superhero? By donating your life-saving plasma. Your plasma will be used to treat a variety of conditions, and when you become a plasma donor superhero, you're compensated for your time, up to $340 a month. Please visit us online at biotestplasma.com or stop by Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Kearney. Richter Foster in Grosskreitz for the Bearcats, facing Lane Harris in his second inning of work. First pitch is high and outside for ball number one. And this, this inning right here uh, for Harris, he's got to bounce back here and get out of this within five batters, I think, really, if he wants to be able to get past you know three or four innings this early in the season as that second pitch catches that outside corner. Just this early in the year with your arms, the way your staff is, you don't want anybody getting hurt. You just have a limited amount of pitches you can use. And with this doubleheader, they're going to want to try to get three, four, maybe five if they're lucky out of him. Third pitch is inside and low for ball number two to Will Richter, a junior third baseman for the Bearcats had a nice put out in the first inning as well. Bats right-handed, swivels his hips, waits for Harris to deliver. Harris from the set position, doesn't go in the windup, and a check swing out to left field, and underneath that one is Denny. And so fly out to left field for Richter. It looked like it was an excuse-me swing there, Chris, and maybe if you got... More on it, it could have been over uh, Denny's head and left. Yeah, what's interesting is Denny in left field, he's playing about as far as for the locals, about where Harmon Park's about 200 feet, it's where you play Little League out in Carney. He's played right at about the warning track of Harmon Park. I mean, th- these guys are extremely, extremely shallow because of that wet weather. First pitch is hit to left field over to Denny again. See if he can play that wind going left and camping under it and catches it. So one pitch, one out, and if your hair is there, trying to preserve your pitch count. And I know we're saying pitch count a lot, but early in the year it is kind of important here, Chris. Yeah, it, well, it really is because it, it takes, the, especially as a coach, speaking from a coach's point of view, as a player I don't think you really notice it, but as a coach you want to take as much stress off of that decision as possible. And the biggest thing is you don't want to overwork a guy this early in the year. And 
if you can, but at the same time, you want to make sure you got a competitive arm out there with, uh, you know, you don't want to be throwing an infielder in there even this early in the season. First pitch right down the middle for a strike on Gross Kreitz. Again, you're here listening to games on ESPN Tri-Cities. Many thanks to our fine sponsors like Duncan Tice Construction, building with confidence. Second pitch is up and in, nearly hits Gross Kreitz there. So 1-1 count. Two outs here in the bottom of the second. Bearcats do lead 2-0 early in this game one of two today. From the set position, Harris delivers inside, almost hit. Um, Grosskreitz again looks like he maybe tried to lean into that one though, uh, but misses. So two one count now for Harris. Nothing looked like he had a little cutting action or a little sweeping, some kind of slider there. So you could see why he kind of tried to lean in there. Fastball. Well, maybe that was a changeup, and it looks like it fooled Grosskreitz. Two two count now with two out. So could see Brant choke up on the bat here. Harris working quickly delivers the pitch and. Called third strike. Looked like Grosskreitz wanted it, but it wasn't one that he wanted to fully go. So Bearcats go in order here in the second. They still lead it two to nothing here after two. You're listening to ESPN Tri Cities. Great Western Bank and Carney is a proud supporter of the Carney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking. Offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! Starting a new construction or an existing renovation project can seem like a daunting task. A task best trusted to Duncan Tice Construction to design and coordinate virtually any residential or commercial project. Duncan Tice Construction features single source accountability, cost control, and faster completion. Make precision, professionalism, efficiency, and quality control part of your project. Find us at DuncanTiceConstruction.com. A proud sponsor of Carney Baseball in this broadcast. You already know that at Lanny Carlson Motors, we go the extra mile for you. And now we're going for extra bases, too. If we don't have what you're looking for, our convenient car finder tool will help us put you in the right car at the right price. Our prices can't be beat for cars as new as last year's models. And we even have financing available. So come on in and see my husband, Lanny, Jerry, or Brandon in North Kearney across from Menards at 6110 2nd Avenue or online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. That's Lanny Carlson Motors going the extra mile for you. Proudly supporting Carney High School Baseball. And we're back here at Memorial Field for the top of the third inning. Casper out for his third inning of work, and it's a rope to left field and a diving catch by Gabe Hines. A beautiful catch by Hines. Looked like that one was going to get down. The wind was playing with it, but Hines with a beautiful diving catch for out number one. And, you know, sometimes it's not even necessarily the wind having an effect on, say, you know, those those high fly balls where they come in. It's just you can play your fielders a lot closer. You know, you look at if you've ever watched a Rockies game, those guys have to back up so much because of the altitude, and then a lot of balls drop in front of them. Well, when the wind's really pushing in, you can put your guys in there a lot closer, and then you can make some of those diving-type plays. Casper deals to Shoemaker right down the middle for strike number one. So quick Strike there for Casper, and he's ahead in the count 0-1. He's working from the windup here, gets his sign from Miller, and delivers the pitch outside and low for ball number two. I'd like to thank many of our fine sponsors, including Buffalo Roofing, reliable roofing for the Kearney area. 
One one count here for Casper. Nobody on. Top of the third inning. Delivers inside for ball number two. You know, the biggest thing, and this can be said pretty much any time in high school baseball because there's just not enough guys with the threat of hitting a three-run homer off you, but especially when the weather conditions don't favor the hitter, is just getting that strike in there as frequently as often to make sure you're staying ahead of that hitter and not even giving him an opportunity, especially that bottom of the order, to get a free pass. Swung on and missed was Schumacher, so 2-2 count for Casper. Probably going to go fastball here, maybe curveball. A lefty at the dish, so if he's got a changeup, that'd be a good one too. But yeah, I'd stick with those two. It was, looks like he went with the high fastball there, so it's going to be three two now. Full count, so a chance to get another base runner for Papillion La Vista South. They've only had one so far. Three two count, one out here in the top of the third. Casper delivers ground ball to the hole and is through. We're going to rule that a single just out of the grasp there of Lane Shires. Good effort there, but. Just found the right, seeing eye single is what they call that one, and found it right through the hole. Yeah, and you know, as a as a player, you always want to strive for line drives. There, there's a few guys who can get away kind of with that launch angle stuff, but generally when you're 16, 17, you just don't have quite the pop in your bat to you know try to hit home runs. But especially in a day like today, get that ball on the turf and kind of let it skid through there. That might be your best chance uh, of getting a hit, especially if you know you're not one of those hitters who, you know, can hit a line drive every other time at the dish. So that's a good piece of hitting there. Casper with the pickoff attempt gets Schumacher, and Schumacher gets back in time. That brings up Nate Denny, left fielder, and the leadoff hitter. Fastball up and outside for ball number one for Casper. Big thing Casper you could use right now is a, a double play ball. I think, you know, Coach Brad Archer probably like to get five innings out of him and really help his pitching this early in the season. And if you get a double play here, you could save yourself in upwards of 10, 12 pitches. So I think that's the biggest thing you got to look for here. And laying down the bunt is Denny, a perfect bunt. And I think he's going to beat that one out. Yes, he is. Just perfectly in that triangle between third base, the pitching mound, and the catcher, so Miller, Richter, and Casper. I believe it was Richter who fielded that one ball, and uh, the Denny, uh, reason he's a leadoff guy to get on base, so he's probably a quicker one, so he reaches on. So first and second now, one out for the Bearcats. Infield fly situation is on, but this is uh, Papillion's first real threat here, Chris. And, you know, I like what Denny did there because he didn't do a sacrifice bunt there. He kind of dragged it down to third. And I think early in the I don't really like sacrifice bunting unless if you're late in the game and really need one run or if you're facing just a dominant pitcher. So I like that idea of bunting when the defense doesn't expect it. Casper delivers. Ground ball to short. Double play opportunity. and Not going to get it. And throws the first. Pulls him off the bag. And so that'll be an E6 on Grosskreutz. And the Boone the Vista South really got something going here. Uh, the ball just wasn't hit hard enough for a double play, Chris, and I think maybe that was uh, Grosskreutz's first thought, and then so he rushed his throw to first, and it pulled uh, Foster off the bag. Yeah, you know, I think it. I think you're right. I think, you know, when, whenever you're in that double play depth, so to speak, you're kind of, whenever you see a ball off the bat, that's your first thought is, hey, how can I get two out of this? Well, the, the, the reality is that he was going to have a tough time getting at first no matter what, but the fact that he couldn't charge that thing and know where he was going with the ball beforehand, I think, caused that... Uh, you know, that throw to be off target just a hair because he knew he had to really rifle it over there to have a chance. Bases loaded now. Brings up Bodie Waller, left-handed third baseman. First pitch is a strike right on the outside edge. So Casper ahead in the count now. Again, bases are loaded. 2 nothing is the lead for Carney Bearcats, but Papillion La Vista South is threatening. And line ball drive down the third baseline. It's fair. 
One run will score. Two runs will score. And over advancing over to third is Bram. And in with the stand-up double is Bodie Waller. And just like that, we have a tie ball game. An excellent piece of hitting there. Yeah, and, you know, it's, it's interesting baseball, you know, it's been around so long, it really doesn't change much, even if, you know, regardless of how much the sabermetrics and advanced stats that I really like come into play, you know, that, right, what we just saw there is the nine hole figuring out a way to get on base, the first base, or the, the one hole hitter coming up, laying down a bunt, the two hole hitter figuring out a way to get up base, and then the three hole guy driving a couple runs in with a double. So, you know, sometimes the game isn't as uh, advanced, so to, so to speak, as, you know, it may seem. It's sometimes it just throwback typical baseball, like right there. Casper delivers, and that's foul out of play. This foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. See one of their fine realtors like Mark Shipperite today. So 0-1 count for Casper. Still two on, one out. So threat not anywhere close to being over for Casper. Here you're just trying to get an out. You might even sacrifice the run. Yeah, I think so too. This early in the game, you can't be too worried about that runner coming home. You just got to get outs here any way you can. Casper delivers. Well, low and inside for ball number one. So 1-1 one, one count with one out here for Casper. And obviously, Papio South cleanup hitter, hitter is up right now. I'm not sure if a fly ball. I mean, you really got to get a good piece of it. I don't know if that would be able to get bring you a run home, you know, 9 out of 10 times today. So he might be looking more for a line drive or something hard on the ground here. Sides batting for Papillion La Vista South and called strike on the outside edge for Casper. So one two count now. If you're Mason Casper, Chris, you thinking well, fastball here? You may just went with the curveball outside. I think you know, I I wouldn't mind right now if you want to try to go inside with the fastball here. You might be able to at least brush him off the plate a little bit or get him thinking something different. But I think with the curveball you'll be able to put it in play. And pitch misses four ball number two. So two two count for Casper. Two on. First base is open. I think Cold, that, chilly night here in Kearney. Yeah, and I think this early in the game, even though you've got first base open, with, with the weather conditions and the fact that you just don't have a whole lot of pitchers to go through, I think you're way better off here, especially when you got two strikes on the guy. Just go ahead and attack him here. Casper delivers from the stretch, and a little bit low, dug out there by Miller, saves a run. And so it'll be a full count here with two outs, so the runners won't be going since the first base is unoccupied. So full count here, but another big pitch for Mason Casper. I think if you walk him here, you might see a uh, a visit to the mound. Yeah, I, I think so too. And I think you could probably go with whatever you've thrown the best thus far, even though it's a 3-2 count. If you think you can get that curveball over, go ahead and try it. Casper delivers, and it's right up the middle. And stopped by Grosskreitz. He's going to throw it all the way to the first and just outside of Miller's hands. One run will score, and the other run will score as well. Almost caught um, sides napping, drawing back to first, uh, but Foster wasn't able to get the tag down quick enough. So two more runs here will score for Billing the Vista South. No, a great play up the middle there by Grosskreitz at short, and you know you're trying to get that guy out at first, but if you're Foster, maybe you gotta you, you see that hop, and he's made so many great scoops. I mean, when I've seen him play, that you can understand why he kind of tried to wanted to make that one, but pick off play over at first base. Yeah, that'll be, uh, we'll score E6. They haven't put it up on the board yet. Um, so no RBIs there for sides. Another pickoff throw for Casper, and back in time is signed. So Carney, after getting two in the first inning here in the third, they now trail 4-2 to two to Papillion La Vista South. Casper from the set position gets his sign. 
Looks the runner back and finally delivers out and outside edge called for strike. We're to the left here of home plate, so it's tough for us to sometimes see the correct angle. Um, but a uh, called strike there by home plate umpire Jim Langan. A one is the count. A modest lead at first for sides. Casper from the set position throws it, delivers ground ball to Foster. Beautiful play goes to second for one, and that'll be all they get. Tremendous. Tremendous play, though. I mean, that that's that's going to show up in the stat sheet as 3-6, Chris, but that's probably the best play I've seen. Oh, you're in Grand of the Year. is pretty young, but... <laughs> yeah, no. Corbin, I'm telling you, the kid can really play first base, and it's not really a... You know, you, when you think about building your baseball team, defense, it's normally, you know, center field, shortstop, catcher, and everything else. You know, maybe your second baseman, you want to be able to have a little bit of agility to turn some double plays, but for the most part, you're okay with those other hit, other positions, mainly focusing on hitting. But he really brings a lot of value to this team just with those plays he has at first. And another pickoff move by Casper is unsuccessful. Just trying to keep the runners um, from getting a, a terrible lead, maybe more preventing a advancement of to third base on a hit here. Casper... From the set position, will deliver this pitch, and it is fouled back for strike number one. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Again, see one of their many fine realtors like Ryan Bruna today. You know, Casper, a big thing for him, I, he didn't really struggle until he had a runner on, and I think sometimes just having to deal with actual game situation runners for the first time, it kind of pose a little bit of a threat to you and he's been able to work through it suddenly but i think that's kind of what caused him trouble thus far this inning casper delivers another strike yeah you're right chris he hadn't let on a batter and had uh two outs and or one out got the first batter out and so his first real adversity kind of snowballed into four runs here for pavilion this is south oh two count for casper looking to get out of the inning and was that a it's called it. Jimmy's way over in the like other batters yeah, box. Yeah, that's he's, why he's I didn't not, know if yeah, it was a pitcher. No, I don't. He's got it, a, it was a called strike, <laughs> but uh, home plate umpire Jim Lang and it really hadn't had the best positioning there, so it kind of confused me a bit. So one-two count now for Casper. Runner goes and strike number three to end the inning. So they get two runs on four hits and one Carney error and leave one man left on base. Your score after two and a half innings of play, the Carney Bearcats trail at 4-2 to two to Papillion La Vista South. You're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. Your home or business doesn't have a tarp during rain delays, so when you experience water damage, the only place to call is SeaTac Restoration in Kearney. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTac is here to get it right. Each member of the SeaTac team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTac is also your home for custom flooring, whether that be hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpeting. Don't just foul off your restoration and flooring plans. Hit a home run with SeaTac at SeaTacRestoration.com. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. 
At Steinbrink Landscaping and Greenhouses in Kearney, our experienced landscape designers will help you take your ideas and dreams for your property and turn them into reality. Unleash your property's full potential by letting our team professionally design, install, and maintain your residential or commercial landscapes. We can help you transform your yard and garden into the envy of the neighborhood. Visit them online at steinbrink.com or stop by and talk to the experts at 2010 30th Avenue. Steinbrink Landscaping, locally grown, locally owned, and a proud sponsor of Kearney. And back here at Historic Memorial Field, Bearcats trail at 4-2. Harris still out there for propelling the Vista South. First pitch is flown out to right field. Camping under it is Schumacher, and he'll make the catch. So one pitch, one out. Harris, um, after struggling early in the first inning, Chris, has really settled down and is getting quick outs here. Yeah, he's done a couple couple times now. He's been pitching where... Carney High has kind of swung at the first pitch, gotten themselves out, and, you know, you got – that's part of baseball. You know, you get out there when you swing at that first pitch. In the MLB, in college, a lot of guys hit that pitch really well, but the downside to that is if you don't – if you know you don't put it in play or you don't get a good swing on it that would get yourself a base hit, you really put the pitcher in a good position the rest of the game. So Shire's first pitch swinging and pops that one up to the first baseman side. So two pitches, two outs. Rodriguez flew out to right. And Shires flies out to the first baseman. So two pitches, two outs. And uh, if you're Coach Archer here, are you telling maybe your guys to watch a pitch, or is well, he still yeah, taking I, first pitch? Yeah, I mean, you, this is no. He he won't. Swing. I would bet my life. Well, I shouldn't say that, but I would bet a lot of money that he will not swing here, if having been. But you know, that's kind of as a pitcher. And right there, we see that as he takes a pitch on the outside for a strike as a pitcher there that's your favorite moment because you've you've been in the dugouts where you've been hitting and your coach has been saying that same thing so when you're pitching then you kind of you can take maybe if two or three miles an hour off your fastball and kind of just put it in the strike zone and kind of get that free strike so Shermer, the designated hitter bats left-handed and fouls that one off his foot for strike number two took the first pitch just on the outside edge like you said chris that foul ball again brought to you by home real estate there's no place like home go see robert fitzgerald today for all your real estate needs. So 0-2 count here for Harris, and he's one pitch away from getting out of this third inning. Delivers and ground ball to first base, fielded over there by sides, and flips it back to Harris for out number three. So 3-1 three to one put out, and Carney goes 1-2-3 in, in the bottom of the third. That's no runs on no hits, no errors, and no men left on base. You're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. Carney Baseball is brought to you in part by Biotest Plasma. How would you like to be compensated for becoming a superhero? Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Carney, is currently seeking superheroes. How do you become a superhero? By donating your life-saving plasma. Your plasma will be used to treat a variety of conditions, and when you become a plasma donor superhero, you're compensated for your time, up to $340 a month. Please visit us online at biotestplasma.com or stop by Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Kearney. Your home or business doesn't have a tarp during rain delays, so when you experience water damage, the only place to call is SeaTech Restoration in Kearney. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTech is here to get it right. Each member of the SeaTech team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTech is also your home for custom flooring, whether that be hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpeting. Don't just foul off your restoration and flooring plans. Hit a home run with SeaTech at SeaTechRestoration.com. 
Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home, and I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Welcome back to Historic Memorial Field. Harris, Woods, and Schumacher do up for the Titans. First ball thrown across from Casper is inside for ball number one. So Mason falls behind already, one nothing, And the Bearcats are down 4-2 to two here in the top of the fourth inning. And this is part of the lineup. Casper really had a nice, when he used his curveball curve last time around, he did a good job of it. So see here, if you're Coach Archery, if you can get Casper out with some of those curveballs and get him out of here within 10 pitches so he can come out for another. Seven, eight, nine hitters. So this would be the the, 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 the part of the lineup that you're going to attack. Breaking ball is breaks in there for a strike. So an excellent pitch there from Casper. One, two is the count. You know, if you're Casper, don't be afraid to go back to that again here, too. I know a lot of times you like to mix your pitches up, but you kind of have seen what these guys, this, the, at least these particular hitters at the bottom, have done with your curveball thus far. Casper from the windup fouls it off. Looks like a breaking ball. That foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Go see Rhonda Johnson today. A 1 2 count. Looks like he went with a breaking ball. Probably going to go heater here. Yeah, if you want to, I'd try to get it in on his hands a little bit. I think he's probably cheating a little bit towards that outside curveball. Miller sets up inside and called third strike. And you saw that right there. He brought it right, perfect pitch right on that inside. And he was just, he could just tell he just was not expecting that pitch right there. And he would, you know, as a hitter, that's not a bad job, though, because you're adjusting to what that pitcher sh- has showed you in that small sample size. And sometimes, you know, you can you can live with, if he beats you on a good pitch that you're not expecting, you just go back to the dugout and go to your next at-bat. Casper from the windup misses high for ball number one. Like think many of our fine sponsors and including Biotest Plasma Center, be a superhero, save lives, and get compensated for your donation. Casper with a 1-0 count here, delivers, and low and inside gets past Miller there. Hunter Woods, the batter, the senior center fielder for Pavilion La Vista South. He flew out to right field to end the, to start the third inning. So he was, he was at first out for Casper, and then after this guy, they kind of went on their run there. And right away, you see Casper getting behind here, 3-0. So this bottom of the order is kind of the thing you really got to come down, bear down, and at least make him put him in play. Well, if you're Woods here, you're probably not even going to lift the bat off your shoulder. Casper delivers a strike right down the middle, so 3-1 count. See if you can climb the ladder and get an out here for Mason Casper. Shoemaker on deck. Denny in the hole. Mason from the windup. Delivers and looks like it's inside for a ball. So base on balls for Mason Casper, and that'll put Hunter Woods back on the plate. And Shoemaker comes to the plate. He's the one that got it started with that uh, single in the third last inning. You know, but Papio South with a 4-2 to two lead in your nine hole up, it might, even though Shoemaker had a nice little hit last time, and I don't know the coaching tendencies per se, but this could be an opportunity for them to bunt if they so pleased and get their top of the order up there and see if they could drive one in to make this game 5-2. Schumacher, a left-hander, does not show bunt and lines it over Shires' head and into right field for a single. So two on already for Papillion La Vista South. And Chris, their bottom three of their lineup has really been 
the Thorn and Mason Casper side. Yeah, and I, I really like right there not bunting in that situation just because it's early. I, that's something I preferably as a coach I I don't really like bunting much per se unless you've really got a guy who just has no has no chance at the play. But I especially this early in the year get your nine holes confidence up, show how much you can you appreciate him and how much you you know you trust him in a sense. Well, and they're up too, and I think maybe if they were they weren't up, they would think about it if it was a tie ball game. But in that scenario, swing away for sure. Casper delivers from the stretch and looks like it's just outside for ball number one. So one zero the count to Denny, the leadoff hitter for Papua La Vista South. Denny is one for two with a run scored. And he had that little drag bunt last time, so that third baseman's got to be cautious of that potentially here. Richter not playing too far in. He's got to be ready for his deal to try to drag bunt again there, Chris. And he missed it, so a strike called for Casper, a 1-1 count. Did you like the the idea there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the third baseman's not adjusting a ton. As right now, he's kind of taking a few steps in. But, you know, he was up in the count, and really the only reason he didn't get that drag bunt down is the pitch just happened to be too far outside for you to get a good piece of the bat on it and get it to that angle you want. So Casper looks back, the runner at second. Now looks at his catcher, gets the sign, delivers the pitch, and a swinging strike. Looks like an off-speed pitch there, so good job, Mason Casper. Now 1-2 count here, and... You think you got to go back to that curveball? I mean, I, I to me that's what's been working the most for Mason Casper thus far. Now, if you want to, you can you can play around with the fastball a little bit, but you know, I I think you go with the curveball here because it's it's the one pitch you can use that you think you can maybe get a strikeout here, and at the at the same time you could you could throw for a ball and still have another you know you could go back to that fastball that next pitch. Here's the next pitch. Mason fires off speed and gets him strike to strike three to get the first out of the inning. Or second out, excuse me. So strikeout for Mason Casper. I have that as his fifth strikeout. That'll bring up Trenton Brim, the second baseman for Papillion La Vista South, just a sophomore. Kind of crowding that that plate a little bit right here. If you're Casper, you maybe want to try to work inside. From the set position, looks back the runner at second. Got a big lead there. Grosskreit sneaking in and a fake move. To keep the runner honest was Casper. You know, it's always an interesting dilemma on when, when somebody crowds the plate, what exactly you want to do. Because you, you want to work inside, but you don't want to have your, you know, if you miss by an inch and a half, you're hitting his elbow, you know. So right. it's always tough. But you also don't want to just throw it outside because all of a sudden that's down the middle for him based off where he is on the plate. And strike right down the middle. Look like Rem maybe bent the knees a little bit, probably because he was crouching on the pl- or crowding the plate a little bit. So... A good first pitch for Casper, and 0-1 is the count. Two on, two out. Here in the top of the fourth, Papillion La Vista South leading Carney 4-2 in the home opener. Casper delivers, and looks like it'll be outside for ball number one. Looks like that was designed to be pretty far yeah, outside. Yeah, he was the catcher was basically in that other bat, other's batter's box, and you know, maybe that'll set him up. He's seeing how far outside he can go. If he brings that thing in, it's going <laughs> to... It's going to be coming at him pretty quick because, of course, the closer that ball gets to you as a hitter, the quicker you have to react, you know, regardless of how fast it's coming. When it's inside for you to be in order to make good contact on that, you got to kind of get ahead of it a little bit more. Casper delivers the pitch, and looks like it's inside and called strike. So inside corner there for Casper. And, again, Bram turned away like he was going to hit him. So, I mean, if you're Bram, you got to probably adjust to try to get good contact here with two strikes. So one-two count. Here with two outs, top of the fourth for Papillion La Vista. 
Uh, one runner on in scoring position, another one at first base. Casper picks off the second, doesn't th- throw it, but a legal move there to keep the runner honest. You know, not to be a homer because I know the guy behind the plate pretty well, but I do appreciate when umpires don't adjust the call based on where the guy's standing in the box. A lot of times you'll see if it, you know, if they see it that he's super close to the ball, they won't call that. But it's good when they can give that actual true strike zone and don't base it based off the hitter's reaction. Foul ball by Brim. One-two count is what it will stay. That foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Go see Amy Johnson for all your real estate needs today. So one-two count for Casper. Big lead at first. Modest lead at second, and he delivers. Looks like it's inside again for ball number two. So two-two count here for Casper. Chris, if you're Coach Archer, what are you calling out there for uh, Mason? Well, I mean, I, th- I think you right now you got to figure out some way to get out of this inning. So, I I'd, truthfully, I'd either go bust him inside on the hands, which you've done a few times already, or I'd try to go with that curveball, which has been his best pitch today. Casper gets the sign. Miller sets up just a hair outside, and looks like it was fouled off. So, 2-2 count. It will remain. The runners will go back to their positions slowly, but they're they're realizing they need to go back. That foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There is no place like home. We'll see any of their fine realtors, including Steve Corum, today. And it looks like Connie High getting Coach Archer just got a pitcher hot in the bullpen. He's already running in now, but it looks like he got a, kind of got warm about as fast as he could. So, you know, right now if you're Mason Faster, you just got to figure out a way to get out of this inning. And as a pitching coach, maybe that's how they're playing this hitter. Casper delivers, and it looks like a nice pitch just low in the dirt, though. Caught all the plate, but just missed it. Nice job by Miller uh, to dig that one out to prevent the runners to advance into scoring position. They've still got one in the scoring position. 3-2 count with two outs here, so the runners will be going on the first movement. If you're Brim here, I think you're going to see a good pitch because Waller on deck, he was the one who had that double earlier in the game, so he's got to be up there with a big set of eyes right now waiting for that fastball. Casper delivers to Brim, and Brim swings it, hits it to second base. There's Shire. Shires go to first two in the inning. So, a threat has been extinguished by Mason Casper. They get no runs on one hit, one error, and one man left on base. Or two men left on base. We'll head to the bottom of the fourth. Do up for the Bearcats. Casper, Miller, and Stroh. You're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make our clients feel like family. Looking for home, auto, life, or business insurance? We're here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is to help you realize your dreams by providing the protection and peace of mind to power life's journey. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene at 308-237-0914 or insconnect.net. Stop in at 2615 2nd Avenue. Proud supporters of Kearney Baseball. Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! 
Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding, and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney voted best of Kearney four years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. And back here at Memorial Field, Mason Casper due up for the Bearcats. He takes ball one high and inside. Good crowd here, Chris. A lot of blankets and stocking caps and scarves and earmuffs, but a pretty nice crowd. First 50 fans got T-shirts when they walked through the door. Harris delivers the second pitch and low for ball number two. And all right now, Casper, you're just kind of trying to get Harris out of a little bit of a rhythm here. He's had a really nice last two innings after Carney High got to him for two runs in the first, so... You're up 2-0 here. Maybe you, maybe you consider taking another one if you're Casper. And that's exactly what he does. And that one is a called strike. Fastball for Harris. So 2-1 count, no outs. Uh, I'd like to thank many of our fine sponsors, including Lanny Carlson Motors, going the extra mile for you. Fastball strike number two. So 2-2 count. Casper doing exactly what the hitters the previous inning didn't do. Watch a few pitches. Worked a 2-2 count now. So Harris... No in on, still works from the stretch. He's a stretch-only kind of guy here, so he'll deliver to Casper. And ball high, so full count. So full count here for Mason Casper with Miller on deck and Seth Stroh in the hole. You know, looking at the outfielder shift right now, you got a left fielder playing his normal position. Now the center fielder's in left center, and then the right fielder's in right field. And Casper Ca- lines it to right and just right where that right fielder was that you were describing, Chris. He, yeah, and, it, you know, there was just a huge gap between that center fielder and right fielder, and off the bat, I thought for a second, you know, if that thing hooks a little bit more left, that, you know, you're talking about maybe a triple because they just had set and you know, a good scouting by pa- Papio South to have that figured out. So, I mean, I guess if I was if I was in that state, I mean, you got to have a really good scouting. Somebody's got to have seen something that this early in the year you can play a kid with that kind of outfield, uh, you know, that kind of a shift on him. Miller up for the Bearcats and a ball outside for ball number one. So Harris, in his fourth inning of run work, gave up two runs on two hits in the first and has pitched one, two, three innings since. Miller takes it inside for ball number two. You know, if, if nothing else right now, you're at least, whether you get runs on the board or not, you're at least seeing some pitches. You're getting the guys in the dugout maybe uh, communicating them a little bit of the feel, how the pitcher's pitching you a little bit. So even if you don't get runs, at least these last couple, or this this inning, as opposed to last inning, you're at least figuring something out about Harris. And if I look down there to the left or right field, it looks like there is a pitcher warming up for Papua and Vista South. Can't see a number, 17 maybe. We'll get that confirmed here for you. Strike right down the middle, 3-0 count. And Miller was taken all the way. So 3-1 count here with one out. Bearcats trail 4-2 in the bottom of the fourth. And ball four outside. So Miller draws the base on balls. And one thing that's big, and I believe they'll do it and they will, is you can get a courtesy runner in there for your catcher. So bring in, you know, maybe got a little bit more speed to run your bases for you. And essentially, you know, when you walk as a catcher, you're actually bringing in a guy whenever you get on base that is almost like a leadoff type hitter. Sam Enberg is the courtesy runner for Miller. And a quick pickoff, trying to get him. And back safely is Enberg. And a second pitcher now hitting down to the bullpen for Papillion La Vista South. 
Courtesy runner at the big lead does not go, though, and he called strike one on the outer edge for Seth Stroh. And, you know, visually, you can kind of already tell Harris losing a little bit of steam here. It looks like he's taking a little bit off his pitches already as he's kind of struggled a little bit this inning with his command. Harris with the off-speed pitch, swinging strike for Stroh. So Stroh already down 0-2 in the count. If you're Harris, I think you... Do you go with another breaking ball, or are you going to try to hide? Yeah, no, it's a Sestro. I'm not throwing him in a fastball if I don't have to, that's for sure. So I think you'd kind of try with that off-speed stuff for as long as you can. From the set position, and Stroh lines it to second for a base hit. Looks like they'll be holding him at second. So runners on first and second now for Archer's boys with one out. And I don't think we're going to have a coaching visit, but... They've got two guys warming up down there, and like you've said, Chris, maybe starting to lose some steam in that fourth inning, fourth, fifth inning. A lot of times is when you see it um, start to go down, but still early on in this game could be could be sooner now. Yeah, and you know he's done a nice job to get after that first inning. He didn't know how long he'd be able to go, but he's given three and a, three and a third strong innings thus far. And you know I think if he, if he can get through, if he could get a double play here, you could potentially give him five innings. I don't know exactly what. Uh, Papio South, South manager has in mind, but he's done a nice job since that first. Harris delivers, and it's fouled off by the dugout, and a nice catch there by, I believe that was Miller. And that foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There is no place like home. Go see any of their fine realtors today, including Lori Sierra today. And even on those foul balls, you know, riding up at the plate, fouling it into his own dugout, which at the home team is on the third base side. Uh, when you're that ahead of the baseball, you can kind of, that's kind of when you can tell the pitcher's losing a little bit. So if I was Harris, I'd probably try at this point. You know, if if you can try to use your off speed as much as you possibly can, just because it, it's not as a, it's not as important if you lose a couple mile an hour on your curveball as opposed to your fastball. Fastball outside for a ball. He'll deliver now. Looks like a breaking ball didn't get quite get into the zone. So two one count here. Good hitters count here, Chris, runner in scoring position. And uh, you maybe try a hit and run here if you're Coach Archer? Uh, the runner's on first and second. I don't think you do this early in the game. I think you'd, especially the way, I, I think he's got to be feel confident with his hitters at the plate. And it's lined to left field and a diving catch hit the glove, and that'll be an error. So we've seen Denny out there struggle a few times, Chris. First couple have been ruled a hit. That one was clearly an error, so now the bases will be loaded for the Bearcats. Yeah, and you know, and I think it's a good idea there to go ahead and let your kids swing away. And a good base running there by Ingberg, who is the lead running he, lead runner. So many times you see that play, and the the hitter will turn turn away from the outfielder right when he sees the ball make contact with the glove, especially if the outfielder doesn't dive. And you know, a lot of times that thing squeezes out of there. So he could have very easily uh, gotten thrown out at third there if he didn't have the awareness he did. So a good job there by Ingberg. Quick mound visit by Coach Bill Lynham for the Titans. Uh, Carney's threatening their first real threat since the first inning. They're again trailing right now in the bottom of the fourth, 4-2. Four to two. Carney with two runs on four hits and two errors, and Papillion List South four runs on five hits and no errors. No, I think right there that the mound visit, a lot of times it's just a confidence thing. Yeah, get, get your guy, obviously get your guys in the bullpen a little bit of time, but at the same time you can say, hey, li- listen, you've got eight and nine up right now. We just need two out. So anything to instill a little bit of confidence in your pitcher, that's the main reason for those mound visits. And Foster grounds it to first and go unassisted and get the RBI. So another run for the Bearcats. They've trimmed the lead to th- 
to one, four to three. So Foster with the fielder's choice. Three unassisted and an RBI. And that, that's a good play by sides there. Just go ahead and step on that bag. A lot of times you see that first baseman who's generally not the. I mean, you're not going to have like Ozzie Smith out there at first. So it's a good idea just to take your out when you can get it. Don't try to do something heroic, especially in the fourth inning when you've got a four to two lead. That's a good job to guarantee you that out. And now, after a strike thrown there by Harris, now when you're looking at fielding, everybody knows where they're going with the ball here, and you're not, you know, potentially breaking the game open for Connie High. And strike number two delivered by Harris. Breaking ball that fooled Grosskreitz. Grosskreitz 0 for 1 with a called looking strike out to end the second inning. And right now with Harris, you're 0-2. I think this is probably his last batter. So he can go ahead, though, and use as many out pitches as he wants if he so needs to. As that one's a low fastball. So right now, you're right, you're just battling to get that final out here, I think, for the most part. I can't imagine he goes out there for another inning. But you know what? Go ahead and use whatever you got left in that tank. Use as many out pitches as you want. But he's got to get this guy because this is the nine hole. I'd imagine we'd, I'd imagine we'd see a new pitcher in there. Uh, if so, if Trey Rodriguez can get up there. So two on, two out. Runners in scoring position. Ball inside. Misses. So two two count now. And it's like Miller or Rodriguez, Shires, and Shermer on deck. So if you can turn the lineup around and get the leadoff batter on, you gotta like your chances of getting another run here. Harris from the set position. And that one's fouled off into the screen from Gross Kreitz. That foul ball brought you by Home Real Estate. There is no place like home. Go see Susan Beast today for all your real estate needs. Rodriguez is a righty on deck, and obviously Harris has been a righty the whole game, so there's not going to be any advantage had for Papio South in terms of you know getting that correct combination from what I've seen. They don't have any submariners out there. They've got a ball high, so it'll be full count with two outs. They've got both a left-hander and a right-hander warming up right now down the right field foul line. Cold, windy day here in Kearney, Nebraska. You're listening to ESPN 1460, KXPN, and ball four inside. And gross crazy. a new construction or an existing renovation project can seem like a daunting task. A task best trusted to Duncan Tice Construction to design and coordinate virtually any residential or commercial project. Duncan Tice Construction features single source accountability, cost control, and faster completion. Make precision, professionalism, efficiency, and quality control part of your project. Find us at DuncanTiceConstruction.com. A proud sponsor of Carney Baseball in this broadcast. You already know that at Lanny Carlson Motors, we go the extra mile for you. And now we're going for extra bases, too. If we don't have what you're looking for, our convenient car finder tool will help us put you in the right car at the right price. Our prices can't be beat for cars as new as last year's models. And we even have financing available. So come on in and see my husband Lanny, Jerry, or Brandon in North Kearney across from Menards at 6110 2nd Avenue or online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. That's Lanny Carlson Motors going the extra mile for you. Proudly supporting Carney High School Baseball. And uh, we're back here at Memorial Field, second visit to the mound, but they did not switch pitchers 
which has us up here in the booth baffled. 0-1 is the new count to Trey Rodriguez. Trey digs in, right-handed batter, senior center fielder for the Bearcats, takes the ball. 1-1 one one is the count. Well, you know what must have happened is the, either the first or the second they were checking on his arm or something like that because I know you can't or maybe trying to – I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of baffled right now as well, but we just obviously didn't get the information as to why he isn't out of the game after two mound visits. And a pop-up to right field, and that's going to fall for a single. One run is in, two runs in. in. Coach Archer is sending the third run. The cutoff man is hit, and a play at the plate, and it looks like he'll be out, and the catcher did keep the ball. So a two-RBI single there for Trey Rodriguez, and Carney retakes the lead 5-4, to four, and... Uh, Gun down at home was Grosskreitz. So Carney takes the lead. Uh, they score three runs on two hits and one error and one man left on base. We'll head to the top of the fifth. Carney retakes the lead five to four. You're listening to ESPN Tri Cities. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery will help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. Optical Gallery on 39th Street in Kearney. Man, Timber, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. That's right, boys. Landscaping is hard work, and not to mention, most people just don't have the time. Don't worry, that's exactly why we're here. Johnson Landscape has been landscaping the Tri-City area for 20 years, and our professional staff knows how to do the job right and on time. As always, we offer landscaping, sprinkler systems, retaining walls, paver patios, and much more. Woo, this landscaping is awesome. Good thing we called Johnson Landscape. Check us out on the web at johnsonlandscape.net. Two, one. And we're back here at Memorial Field. Thanks to many fine sponsors, including Insurance Connection, covering or connecting your family with the coverage that's right. Casper's still out there, Chris, with his uh, fifth inning of work now. Misses low for ball number one. Yeah, and I think at this point, you know, see see how long he can go without giving up a runner or until his pitch count gets too high and kind of work with it. But, you know, if you can get him out there and he can keep throwing strikes for you, he's a pitcher who's been in the game already and doesn't have to adjust to, you know, coming in a little bit you know, with, without having seen a ton of live hitting. So while he's in there, you might as well keep riding him at least to a certain degree uh, to keep him safe. Foul ball to the left side. That foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There is no place like home. So 1-1 one, one count. Casper delivers. And another foul ball, this time fielded by the first base coach for Billing La Vista South. So 1-2 count here for Casper. We've got a, a, a right-hander throwing down in the bullpen. For the Bearcats, I will try to effort a number here real quick. And he did not turn, so I cannot get that to you. Casper with a 1-2 count. Fires, delivers, and strike number three, swinging. And Casper with his sixth strikeout now in the game. I wonder if it's just going to be this will be his last inning. It just matters of when he gets to that 70th pitch. Yeah, and, you know, right there was a great pitch by Casper. It might have been a little bit of a changeup or just a, a two-seam or some Some guys having some natural run on their four-seam like that, but whatever it was, it really had some good depth and ran away from that left-handed hitter. So that'll bring up sides. Sides with the two-RBI double. 
or no, excuse me, that was Waller. So good job getting Waller out on the strikeout too, because he was the one that had had the two RBI double. That'll bring up sides. Sides struck out and then uh, reached on an E6 and is now down one to one in the count. So he's not down; he's even. But Casper with a strike there to even the count. Casper from the windup delivers the pitch and breaking ball inside for strike number two. And you know, Casper's kind of kind of interesting that he's still out there in a sense. But if you've got that pitch count down there, and he, you know, Casper's kind of got a mature arm. He's not one of these younger guys, so you can understand, especially when he, if he's been able to throw strikes these last couple innings, he's had that trouble in the third. But besides that, he's been pretty good. Ball two, two and two. I wonder if it's because there's a second game and you're going to have to use twice as much pitching as you would normally if you're going to ride your starters longer than what you normally would on a single game. Foul ball to the right side just above the dugout and out of play into the screen. That foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Go see one of the fine realtors today, Ryan Bruna, at Home Real Estate in Kearney. So... 2-2 count. Coaches were asking what the call was, and Jim Langan provides the count. So Casper deals from the wind-up position. Breaking ball in the dirt. Low, 3-2 is the count. So if you're Mason here, you want to avoid the walk, but you don't want to give him anything to hit. Chris, what are you thinking he's going to throw here? I, I, I would imagine a fastball. 3-2, one out. The, the weather conditions and the way. I, I'd imagine what's going on is he's probably got a pitch count, so i just give him a fastball. That's what he does, and misses high and outside for ball number four. And in from the bullpen is the reliever. He's not coming in the game. He's just warmed up, it looks like. So base on balls for Casper, and that will bring up Jackson Horn, the shortstop, five-hole hitter for the Titans. Casper from the stretch, looks back the runner, delivers. Fastball for ball number one. Good velocity, but he's starting to not hit his spots, Chris. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't really know that he's tiring a ton, so to speak. I mean, he still looks pretty good. It's just more of a early in the season type deal. But you know, I, I think if he had to, he could probably keep throwing. Pickoff move to try and get sides is unsuccessful. It's just you know, kind of that fine line of, and, and you know, a lot of these kids also not to look too far in the future, but they have to pitch in the summer maybe too. So. You certainly assume that he's at least on some sort of a pitch count as opposed to just go out there until you, you know, struggle. And he called strike. So one and one is the count on Jackson Horn. Coach Archer standing up in the dugout. That might mean that this is the last batter for Casper. Takes a look back at first base. Sides with an okay lead, and Casper steps off the back to send sides back to first base. I'd like to thank many of our fine sponsors, including the Bike Shed. Head to the Shed today in Kearney, just south of the overpass. Casper, long look over to first, steps off again. Not sure if that's just a miscommunication on the signals or if he's just trying to keep the runner closer to first. A lot of times it's, it's, a lot of times it's just to keep that runner close. Just anything to kind of, especially with Casper, he likes to work really fast. A lot of times, hey, just, just hold the ball for a while. Miller sits up outside and called strike there on the outside edge. So one and two, the count for Casper. Facing Horn. Carney up by one, five to four. One, two, the count, one out. Runner at first. 
And a pickoff move. And back in time is sides. And he really has put a lot of emphasis on those runners and making sure none of them, you know, have it have the ability to advance. So, you know, some guys their first time out there in the live, they just don't don't focus on things like that so much. So give Casper credit for making that a point of emphasis. Casper fires and delivers and called strike three on the inner edge. For out number two. And Coach Archer heading to the mound. That'll be it for Mason Casper. We'll give you the line on him when we come back. You're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HD TVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Kearney Baseball! The Bike Shed in Kearney proudly supports Kearney High Baseball. Our staff has many years of experience and is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. We carry a full line of bikes, fitness equipment, parts and accessories, and provide service and repair. We assist professional to casual bike riders with bike parts knowledge, support, labor, and custom bike setups. If you'd like to talk to our specialists, call us at 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Get fit with help from the Bike Shed in Kearney. Online at headtotheshed.com. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home, and I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. And we're back here at Historic Memorial Field. Pitching change for the Bearcats. Into the game is Nolan Etherton. Two outs. Runner on first. Not a high-pressure situation, but you don't want to give up another run. Carney nursing the one-run lead. And first pitch is outside for ball number one. Closing the book on Mason Casper. Four and two-thirds. Four runs on two unearned, five hits, and is responsible for the runner on first, so we can't officially close the book on him yet. Etherton or Etherton? Etherton, one of the two. Etherton. Etherton. Okay, down 2-0 already, so kind of just right out of the game. Of course, it's only two pitches, but I'd like to see start off on top. At least I know that's what Coach Archer is thinking. I haven't been around him for... Throw strikes. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> And he does right there. So 2-1 is the count now for Etherton. He is facing uh, Bland, the opposing catcher for Pavilion La Vista South, and strike number two. So quickly found, fell down 2-0, Chris, but then climbed the ladder back, and now it's 2-2. Yeah, exactly. Now he's kind of got him in a sense where he wants him to start off 2-0, Battling all the way back to 2-2, and he can finish him off here. Etherton delivers an off-speed pitch and just misses off the outer edge. And that was a really nice pitch because it, it kind of started in started in the zone a little bit. It kind of only problem was it just didn't bite uh, as aggressive as you'd like to. It kind You can kind of see it just slurve, kind of sl- loop a little bit, but good pitch nonetheless. Ground ball to second base, and Shires whips it across 
to Foster to end the inning. So it'll be 4-3 and Etherton. Etherton. Now we're going to be saying that wrong all night. Etherton gets out of it. One run. Uh, no runs on no hits. One walk and one man left on base. We'll head to the bottom of the fifth inning. With the Bearcats up by one, five to four, you're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. You already know that at Lanny Carlson Motors, we go the extra mile for you. And now we're going for extra bases, too. If we don't have what you're looking for, our convenient car finder tool will help us put you in the right car at the right price. Our prices can't be beat for cars as new as last year's models. And we even have financing available. So come on in and see my husband, Lanny, Jerry, or Brandon in North Kearney across from Menards at 6110 2nd Avenue or online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. That's Lanny Carlson Motors going the extra mile for you. Proudly supporting Carney High School Baseball. Your home or business doesn't have a tarp during rain delays, so when you experience water damage, the only place to call is SeaTech Restoration in Kearney. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTech is here to get it right. Each member of the SeaTech team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTech is also your home for custom flooring, whether that be hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpeting. Don't just foul off your restoration and flooring plans. Hit a home run with SeaTech at SeaTechRestoration.com. Starting a new construction or an existing renovation project can seem like a daunting task. A task best trusted to Duncan Tice Construction to design and coordinate virtually any residential or commercial project. Duncan Tice Construction features single source accountability, cost control, and faster completion. Make precision, professionalism, efficiency, and quality control part of your project. Find us at DuncanTiceConstruction.com. A proud sponsor of Carney Baseball in this broadcast. Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! And welcome back to Historic Memorial Field. Phil and the Vista South making a pitching change coming into the game. Eli Forsman will close the book on Harris. He went four innings of, of work, gave up five runs, all earned, four hits, had one error, and trails, so he cannot win the game. But he can get a no decision if his team helps him out. Forsman. First pitch, ball outside for ball number one. Kind of a different angle, too. This pitch is a little more towards that three-fourths area, so he's not completely over the top and honestly got a little bit of a sidearm in him, close to it at least. Shires will lead it off for the Bearcats and a single out to center field. And Carney gets their leadoff man on, and that's what you, exactly what you want if you're Coach Archer. Uh, put the pressure on the new guy early and make him work out of the stretch. And we saw Shires... Try to steal earlier in the first. You think he'll be running here, or are you going to try to nurse that lead? Well, you know, from what I've seen from Papio South so far, as far as their infield defense, including their catcher, they just haven't looked like they've covered the base really well. And I think a lot of it just has to do with early in the year, and they're maybe a little bit concerned about staying in their position before that runner takes off. So I would, if, if you can run here, maybe a couple pitches down the road, I think you should do it. And immediately hit right back to Forceman, goes to second for one, and over to first for two, and he's ruled safe. 
just a slight hesitation there by Forsman as that, that came right back to him. Yep, the Papillion coach wants to meet with the base umpire from my angle. As unbiased as I can be, it looked like he got him in time, but he was called safe, so he's going to at least ask for assistance from the home plate umpire. And he's going to come in, and they're going to confide. Again, just from the naked eye, I thought maybe he had him in time. But I'm also 180 feet away. <laughs> well, the interesting thing about umpiring and having – and you've obviously umpired, I've umpired is it, – it's one of those things everybody loves to talk about. And then when somebody, like, asks you to umpire, you don't actually want to go do it. <laughs> I've, I've had that a lot of times. Or I've had people, hey, what do you do? You, I watched you umpire. You didn't really do a good job. And I thought – well, how many times have you gone up there and, you know, right. I'll volunteer to do it if you think it's that easy, so. Looks like the call will stand. I don't know if Jim Langan would be considered the crew chief here, but he's talking to Coach Lyman over there, trying to shoo him back to the dugout, and it looks like it will stand. I suppose the call would be call stands, maybe not enough video evidence <laughs> from Jim to overturn it. Get out the smartphone real quick and see if somebody had a recording in the stands. So it'll be a fielder's choice for Shires, or for Shermer, excuse me. That'll bring up Mason Casper. He's now your third baseman, ball inside. So 1-0 is the count. And now with one out especially, you could, this would be a time, if you think you can make it with your base runner, that you'd want to be able to steal. That way you'd get a guy in scoring position with your uh, big boys up to hit in that middle of the order. And... Called strike on the inner half, Forsman into the game. 1-1 count for Eli. Again, we'd like to thank many of our fine sponsors, including Steinbrink Landscaping and Greenhouse, locally grown and locally owned. Now, again, on that double play ball, the only, if Forsman it was smoked right back to him. He kind of just hesitated for a second, and that's kind of the only reason they didn't get that double play there. Big lead over there at first, not running, and a called strike number two on Mason Casper. Casper? in line to be the winning pitcher and help his cause here with a gap shot. Big gap shot right there, right center field, Chris, right now. Yeah, and just like we talked about earlier, they're just shading him clear to that pole side a little bit, and they're letting that right fielder stay in that normal position. Open stance, and he does pull it into center field, a high fly ball. Underneath of it is Woods, and he'll make the catch for out number two. And running back to first is Shermer. So two outs now for the Bearcats, and the hope to extend the inning will be the catcher, number 10, senior Braden Miller. And, you know, one thing that's tough about, you know, stealing in this this situation, as Coach Archer gives some signs, is you just you don't know the tendencies of Forsman when he throws his off-speed and whatnot, because that's generally when you want to go is whenever you think there's a good chance that that pitcher's going to throw an off-speed just because it's so much harder to, as he picks over to first here, it's, it's so much harder as a catcher, you know, worry about framing that pitch, getting that thing out of your glove, all of those types of things when, you know, you're getting a curveball instead of a hard, straight fastball. Shermer with a, a nice lead over there first, see if he's going. Long wait, he's not going, and ball down and in the dirt for ball number one. You know, it's very hard to measure, especially now if you had a really, really smart guy, you probably figured out in the major leagues with enough data. But, you know, how, how much it, the pitcher – how much of a difference it makes just having a runner over there, whether he's a threat, whether he's going to steal or not. Just and ball inside gets past the catcher, and it'll be an easy run down to second for Shermer, so we'll call that a pass ball 
on catcher Jack Bland and hit him right in the glove. And that's kind of just him kind of throw a couple balls here is, and obviously there's no truth to that. There's no way that's it's not always completely correlated, but just being a runner and even if you're not a guy who can you know steal 40 bases a year, if you can just get that pitcher in your head a little bit, you've got a chance to really affect the way he pitches. And strike called on the outer edge, so two one count here for Carney. Uh, runner in scoring position, up five to four here in the bottom of the fifth inning, looking to get another insurance run. Is Miller? Miller watches that one go by for a strike. Thought maybe it would have been outside. He just displeased with the call. Two two count now with two outs. Shermer on second, and Miller at the plate. Forsman from the set position, foul ball, or in foul territory, catcher underneath of it, and it'll be a foul ball. Hit him in the heel of the glove and off the screen. A great effort there by Jack Bland, but just didn't quite know where the wall was. Had the ball, I think, and then he ran into the wall. Yeah, and that's always a tough play as a catcher. You're going, you're, I mean, you're the one guy on the field who's not expecting to field the ball every play, per se, and especially not a pop-up like that. So you had to go through the process of finding that ball, getting your mask off, and then playing that wind. And obviously you're right near that surface, too, so that never helps having to judge, you know, whether you actually want to go after that thing and risk, you know, the, the boundaries that may come with that. 2-2 two, two count, two outs, runner on second here for Carney. And a called strike three to end the inning right down the middle. If anything, it would have been low. Uh, looked good from here. Miller thought it was low, but uh, Carney will not score in that inning. They get no runs on one hit and one error, and they leave one man left on base. So we'll head to the top of the six. Carney nursing a 5-4 to four lead. You're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. Carney Baseball is brought to you in part by Biotest Plasma. How would you like to be compensated for becoming a superhero? Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Carney, is currently seeking superheroes. How do you become a superhero? By donating your life-saving plasma. Your plasma will be used to treat a variety of conditions, and when you become a plasma donor superhero, you're compensated for your time, up to $340 a month. Please visit us online at biotestplasma.com or stop by Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Kearney. At Steinbrink Landscaping and Greenhouses in Kearney, our experienced landscape designers will help you take your ideas and dreams for your property and turn them into reality. Unleash your property's full potential by letting our team professionally design, install, and maintain your residential or commercial landscapes. We can help you transform your yard and garden into the envy of the neighborhood. Visit them online at steinbrink.com or stop by and talk to the experts at 2010 30th Avenue. Steinbrink Landscaping, locally grown, locally owned, and a proud sponsor of Kearney high baseball. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding, and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney voted best of Kearney four years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. First pitch to is lined into right. That'll be a base hit for Lane Harris. So Lane no longer pitching. 
They're going to try and avoid a loss. First pitch single to right center. That was a good job there by Harris. You kind of today. I don't think any hitters actually, you know, in doing it intentionally. But you hit someone's one of those days. You don't want to hit it too hard just because the ball is just not going to have much carry because of the weather. And right there, you kind of feathered that thing right in between the right fielder and and a very shallow right fielder to say the least, and a second baseman. Atherton with a breaking ball called for a strike here. Here from Historic Memorial Field, I'm Jeff Babel alongside Chris Lang and Stacy back in the studio taking care of us there. Glad to have you along with us on ESPN Tri-Cities, 1460 KXPN, a cold but not rainy, windy day. Showing bunt and a called strike is Woods, so Woods falls down in the count now 0-2. That's a good job of Etherton there. He showed a lot of, when you're a reliever, you don't have a lot of time to get in there and, you know, get comfortable and have a lot of pitches to work with. So to have, to have him start his breaking ball for a strike like that, that, that's big for him to put it in that hitter's mind that he has that pitch today. Ball outside, low and out for ball number one, just trying to get Woods to chase. So 1-2 count now. Modest lead at first. Atherton delivers a breaking ball, called strike three. Nasty pitch. And you've just seen some of these. Affiliates also, overall, they haven't done a bad job hitting at all, and they're obviously going to be a successful team, but they've just had a few. And obviously you got to give Casper and Etherton credit, but they've had a few times and they've seen a curveball, and you can kind of just tell that it's you know it's the first couple weeks of the year. Shoemaker now up for Papua La Vista South. He's two for two with a run scored. Got the rally started for him in that top of the third. Takes called strike one here against Etherton. There's another curveball there for Etherton too, so he might he might have something that he really wants to work with that can potentially close down this game depending on how long Carney wants him to go for. Atherton looks back the runner at first, delivers to the plate, and a called strike three. The delayed steal there, and it looks like he's going to be out at second. Tagged him on the foot. So Harris caught stealing, and a called strike against Shoemaker. So if you're Carney, you got to be pleased. You got the runner off, and you got a called strike. Now you're one strike away from getting out of this inning. Yeah, and, you know, it's kind of almost a, a delay, like you said, and it wasn't fairly evident from the beginning, so... Miller showing off a very strong arm there. Going to play football in Nebraska next year, and you can see why right there. Miller sets up outside, and Shoemaker takes it for his third hit of the game opposite field. So if your Shoemaker did exactly what you wanted to do, stay alive. And if they're going to pitch you outside, go opposite field, and he gets his third hit of the game. Yeah, and from your nine hole this early in the season, that's that's just something to really notice. If you, I mean, that's something that can take you from the nine hole to the, the first hitter in the lineup in about a week. So... A great game for him thus far. Danny is the leadoff hitter. He'll face 8th of 10 for the first time. And a breaking ball just misses high and out for ball number one. Etherton really, really look working that curveball, Chris. Yeah, you know, if, if that's a pitch he has, that's always, especially as a reliever, you don't know. You, every reliever this turn year, you just don't know the book on him quite yet. And that one misses. Outside, or no, it doesn't. Called strike. A little bit of a delayed call there. So 1-1 one, one is the count. You know, Jimmy's getting that age. It takes those joints a little bit longer to activate, <laughs> so you never know when you'll get that call finally. Breaking ball again, and swinging right through it is Denny. So pitcher's count here, 1-2 count for Etherton. Runner at first. Carney looking to escape, get to the bottom of the sixth. 
Looks the runner back, delivers, steal on, and low and in the dirt for ball two. And advancing 90 feet is Shoemaker. No, I don't think that's necessarily a big deal that that runner gets to second, although with with two outs, of course, he can he can run right away on the pitch. But I do think if, if you're pitching there, you, you're you so concerned about this hitter when you got two outs. So, yeah, the ba- it, it, you'd like to keep that runner at first. But for the most part, you should be zoning in on that hitter. And because if, if you get that hitter out, runner, you get off the base, you know, right. so I think that's the most important thing. Arthur Tim looks back the runner in second and delivers a called strike three. Two in the inning. So another backwards K for the Bearcats. They end the threat for Papillion La Vista South. Papillion La Vista South gets no runs on one hit, no errors, and they leave one man left on base. Bearcats will be coming up in the bottom of the sixth. They're going to send up Stroh, Etherton, and Foster. You're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make our clients feel like family. Looking for home, auto, life, or business insurance? We're here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is to help you realize your dreams by providing the protection and peace of mind to power life's journey. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene at 308-237-0914 or insconnect.net. Stop in at 2615 2nd Avenue. Proud supporters of Kearney Baseball. To be a Platte River Prep school sponsor, like Awari Dunes and Copycat Printing, email digital at platteriverradio.com and find out how you can support your team on platteriverpreps.com. Five stations. Boom 30 KHS. KSS. Hastings. KXPN Carney. The Breeze 94.5. Classic Hits. Power 99. One team. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. Platteriverpreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports. Your music. Your home or business doesn't have a tarp during rain delays, so when you experience water damage, the only place to call is SeaTech Restoration in Kearney. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTech is here to get it right. Each member of the SeaTech team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTech is also your home for custom flooring, whether that be hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpeting. Don't just foul off your restoration and flooring plans. Hit a home run with SeaTech at SeaTechRestoration.com. At Steinbrink Landscaping and Greenhouses in Kearney, our experienced landscape designers will help you take your ideas and dreams for your property and turn them into reality. Unleash your property's full potential by letting our team professionally design, install, and maintain your residential or commercial landscapes. We can help you transform your yard and garden into the envy of the neighborhood. Visit them online at steinbrink.com or stop by and talk to the experts at 2010 30th Avenue. Steinbrink Landscaping, locally grown, locally owned, and a proud sponsor of Kearney high baseball. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make our clients feel like family. Looking for home, auto, life, or business insurance? We're here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is to help you realize your dreams by providing the protection and peace of mind to power life's journey. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene at 308-237-0914 or insconnect.net. Stop in at 2615 2nd Avenue. Proud supporters of Kearney Baseball. Stroh, Etherton, and Foster do up for the Bearcats. Stroh takes a strike, and the second pitch is outside. So we missed one pitch already, so it's actually a 2-1 count now for Stroh. Carney's hoping this will be their last at-bat. Chris, you're going to get an insurance run at least here. Yeah, the biggest thing you're looking for here is just how you can pat on that one extra run, knowing that 
the other team only has three more outs to make, uh, potentially. I mean, as long as you don't give up too many runs, but you're kind of at the point in the ball game where, you you know, if you can play for, you'd rather guarantee yourself two or one or two runs here than try to shoot for about a seven spot. Right. You know, oh, you're yeah. better off doing that at this point, this late in the game. Three one count, and Stroh swings through it for strike number two. So we'll have a full count here. For Seth Stroh, Seth is one for two on the game, had a single in the fourth, and scored a run for Carney. Full count delivered. And right up the middle for a base hit is Stroh. So Carney gets the leadoff guy on, and he's going to go for two. And he's going to get into two safely. And I've watched Papio South, and you could tell just from the way they covered bases, they just, that middle infield, and I'm not trying to single anybody out here, but, I mean, they just haven't had the reps because when you've got a, when you got two guys diving for the ball, at the very least, the pitcher or the third baseman needs to get out to that second base back, but one of the, both of them were standing up by the time that center fielder had the ball, and they just, didn't, they just didn't even process the thought that somebody could have possibly tried to take second base on that play. So, Carney gets the leadoff batter in scoring position here. Do you think bunt here or no? Uh, you know, it's it's certainly an option if you, if you really want to play for that one run and you want to put some pressure on their defense because, let's face it, the way they've looked at least, they're fundamentals, so to speak. Just the, the ability to get that base covered hasn't looked good. So if you want to bunt, you got to pick off there to second, and now and it looks it like... it right, and it'll be another bag for... So you don't even have to do a bunt here. Stroh advances the third on the error by the pitcher. Now, at this point, now you just let him go ahead and swing because you can score. You got two chances to score a run without even getting on base with a base hit. So Jackson Horn into the game. We forgot to tell you that. He's the new opponent La Vista South pitcher. And the runner at third is going to be an earned run if it comes by. Fastball across the zone for a strike. So 0-1 count on Nolan Etherton, Etherton. The new Carney pitcher, and you see Papio South. They've already brought that infield in, so they've kind of, they've kind of shown their cards a little bit about how they kind of feel about their offense. They really feel like they need to conserve this game to one run. And ball hit the right field. We'll see if they tag up. Ball is caught out there by Shoemaker, and the throw home is cut off. And Carney will score another run and sacrifice fly RBI for Etherton. Brings home Stroh from third, and Carney gets that most valuable insurance run. And, you know, there's another thing right there on – obviously we don't have a visual to, to show our audience, but that ball, it, it looked like it was it was going to have be a hop to the plate, but you don't have – when you got a runner coming home, you don't have to worry about cutting that thing off because there's no other runners potentially going to another base. And when you have a turf field, that thing's going to come at that catcher a little bit more aggressively. So – I think Papio South. I think right now they're just they're, they're a talented team. There's just a few little hiccups in there. That's and really all it is is just that early season process. Sort of, uh, if you look at their their scores, they're losing games by one and two runs. And and uh, I would be hard. I haven't seen any of their games, but I think their first three maybe have gone exactly like this one has. Um, they they're playing well. They're just making too many mistakes. Uh, ball across for a strike. So Horn now ahead in the count. To deliver the pitch here, and it's popped up straight back. It looks like it'll be out of play, and just about hits a fan down there in the Denver Broncos hat. So it's a good guy right there. Uh, decent crowd here, Chris, for the home opener. It's a little cold, so some of the crowd probably staying home and listening to us. And if you are, we're glad to have you. Thanks to many fine sponsors like Great Western Bank, 
making life great. So O2 count now. And call third strike. Breaking ball in the inner half. I think that's already the excuse me, sorry, Jeff. I think that's already the fourth time Carney High has struck out looking here. And what I believe is seventeen of their of set of their seventeen outs for them, but K's looking. So that's certainly one thing. Uh, I know that that will be a point of emphasis after the game to kind of get a word in on that. Yep, that's that, not something they like to do. That is the fourth called strike out, and Foster was the victim there. That'll bring up Brant Grosskreitz. He'll be your nine-hole hitter. He'll take the first pitch for a strike. All one to count. Nobody on, but Jackson Horn will be working from the stretch. Delivers the pitch, and looks like it's high. Gets past the catcher for ball number one. You're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities, 1460 KXPN. Glad to have you along. I'm Jeff Babel with Chris Langan. Carney up 6-4 to four in the bottom of the sixth. Two, two out, no on. Trying to extend the game here is Grosskreitz. Horn delivers the pitch, and looks like it's low for ball number two. Carney's done a good job adjust, adjusting to the, these different types of pitchers. Harris, at, at least after that third inning, he kind of had to shoot more for that off-speed stuff, and Forsman's coming. He's kind of had a little bit better of an arm, so to speak. Fly ball to right field. Looks like it's going to hook foul. Is the right fielder going to get there? No. Takes a tumble over there by the pitching mound. So new life there for Brant Grosskreitz. As Shoemaker wasn't able to t- quite catch up to that one. And then Forsman came in. He kind of showed a little bit better stuff, at least with that fastball. Now they've had Horn in there, so... Carney High, they've, they've done a good job adjusting to all of these pitchers that Papillion South has showed them in the same game. 2-2 count. Cruz Kreitz gets the signs from Coach Archer down at third. Digs in. Horn delivers. And another pop fly to right field. This one's going to hook foul as well, but Shoemaker is under that. Two in the inning. So Carney does get one run on no hits and one error. Or no, they did get a hit and one air and one left on base. So we'll head to the top of the seventh. We'll see who Carney sends out to close it out. The Bearcats leaning 6-4. to four. You're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding, and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney voted best of Kearney four years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. 
Carney Baseball is brought to you in part by Biotest Plasma. How would you like to be compensated for becoming a superhero? Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Carney, is currently seeking superheroes. How do you become a superhero? By donating your life-saving plasma. Your plasma will be used to treat a variety of conditions, and when you become a plasma donor superhero, you're compensated for your time, up to $340 a month. Please visit us online at biotestplasma.com or stop by Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Kearney. Two up for Papillion La Vista South on the top of the seventh. Brim, Waller, and Sides, and Brim takes a call for strike. Etherton's really looked good ever since that. And he didn't really even look bad when he came in. He got the job done for sure, but these last about four or five hitters kind of showed some dominance and really looked the part. Last ball on the inner half called for a strike. So Mason Casper in line for the win. And Etherton would get your save. Nobody roaring up in the bullpen. So it looks like it's Nolan's game to finish out. From the windup and ball outside trying to get Brem to chase it. And he does not. Now sometimes when those catchers set up just so ridiculously far outside, I, I get it to an extent. But you'd like to at least make the hitter think about it breaking ball hit and off of Grosskreitz's glove at short so that'll be an error and Papillion La Vista South gets the leadoff runner on and if you coach Archer you can't be happy with the error there on the shortstop no and you know it's early in the season those things happen but you're you're definitely right especially the, the biggest thing you don't want is you don't want walks and you'd like to be able to you know make the routine plays but and that might have been a tough play as well to make. He was on his back, backhand. He would have to throw across his body. But we'll rule that an error for now. And Etherton looks the runner back. Healthy lead, but nobody's going. Looks like maybe a pitch out there. And Papillion La Vista South was not going. So ball one to Waller, the three-hole hitter, who is... One for three, throw back to first, not in time. You know, really right now after Carney High, that, that runner doesn't mean a whole lot. Now, you'd like to keep him there for the purpose of getting a double play, but you don't want to put so much attention on that guy when you've got a two-run lead. Ball outside to Waller. Waller, Chris, one for three, had that two RBI double in the third that cracked open the game for Papua and South, gave them their first lead of the game. If you're Etherton, Etherton, are you trying to avoid giving him something to hit here? Well, no, because you've got a you've got a two run lead. You got that you've got a run on first, so that makes him the tying run. So, I mean, don't get me wrong, he's a nice hitter, but I mean, this isn't Barry Bonds at the dish. I mean, he's got to hit it over the fence to even tie this game. So you got to go right after this guy, and with the conditions the way they are, make him beat you. Wind is blowing in, and Etherton works the outer edge for a strike. Pretty unhittable pitch there. If you're Waller, so Waller now down, or up in the count, 2-1. to one. Runner on first is Brem. We'll see if he's ever going to steal. I don't believe they've attempted a steal yet today at Papillion La Vista South. Etherton delivers, ground ball to first, double play opportunity, and runner out at second, and at first looks like he was... He's called safe. Again, from the naked eye, I thought maybe he was out. Matt Conant out of the dugout for clarification. And vocally displeased with the call, asking for help. So Jim Langan 
will go out and confide with the other umpire. It's a big call here. So right now it's three to six. Fielder's choice, and that's what it'll stay. So only one out out of that, but a win if you're Etherton. Yeah, they're getting out, getting out. Really all can. Nice play there by Foster too to get that thing over to second. Foster's got a heck of a glove over there. Made two fantastic plays so far. Ball in the dirt for Etherton, so he falls down in the count 1-0. Just needs a ground ball here, and Carney will get their first win on the home turf. Holds the guy at first, delivers the pitch, breaking ball. Bends in there for a strike. You know, we've seen a, a quite the healthy dose of curveballs from Etherton, even even as he's had this lead, and I've, I really enjoy that. So you just keep, keep going with your best pitch. There's kind of an unwritten rule kind of in high school they say hey throw fastballs throw fastballs but sometimes even if you've got the lead and a little bit of comfortable lead go ahead and throw what you can get what you can use to get them out don't worry about you know what the stereotype is of how you pitch to a hitter outside was that one and he went away from the breaking ball was not able to throw for a strike two one count and the pitch and runner stealing and collided at home plate they're going to a call interference here. And head coach of Papillion La Vista South is going to get ahead with the home plate umpire, Bill Lyman, and see what was the call. Now, Coach Lyman wants to bring in the plate, or the base umpire, excuse me. 2 2 is the count. Sides at the plate. And he is out now. So they do call the interference. So two outs now for the Bearcats. And we'll have a new batter. Jackson Horn will be the last chance for Papillion La Vista South. Etherton just needs one more out. And Carney will have their home opener. First ever game at Historic Memorial Field. A win from the stretch. Delivers it low and outside. Gets past Miller and down to second base is sides. So runner in scoring position, Chris, but that run doesn't mean a thing. No, it doesn't. I mean, especially with two outs now, because if, if you're a Carney High, you don't need that double play ball anymore. So most important thing now is really you shouldn't even, you could go in the full windup really if you wanted to. I don't know if that'd be the most uh, baseball uh, conservative like thing, but it really does mean nothing. Called strike on Horn. So evens the count at one and one. Two outs here. Thanks to many fine sponsors, including Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Etherton delivers off speed and bends in there for strike number two. So preparing the Vista South down to their final strike. One, two, two out. Runner at second. It sides. Or Waller, excuse me. Bends at the knees, delivers the pitch, and a fly ball to right field. It's in foul territory. It looks like Foster will be under it, and he makes the catch. Two in the game, and Carney scores the victory by a score of 6-4. to four. Corbin Foster with the final put out. A heck of a game on the glove side for him. We'll crunch all the numbers up. We'll get you the reaction and more here from the... 
historic Memorial Field. You're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. Great Western Bank and Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking. Offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! Starting a new construction or an existing renovation project can seem like a daunting task. A task best trusted to Duncan Tice Construction to design and coordinate virtually any residential or commercial project. Duncan Tice Construction features single source accountability, cost control, and faster completion. Make precision, professionalism, efficiency, and quality control part of your project. Find us at DuncanTiceConstruction.com. A proud sponsor of Carney Baseball in this broadcast. Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HD TVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Kearney Baseball! The Bike Shed in Kearney proudly supports Kearney High Baseball. Our staff has many years of experience and is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. We carry a full line of bikes, fitness equipment, parts and accessories, and provide service and repair. We assist professional to casual bike riders with bike parts knowledge, support, labor, and custom bike setups. If you'd like to talk to our specialists, call us at 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Get fit with help from the Bike Shed in Kearney. Online at headtothesshed.com. And welcome back to Memorial Field. The Bearcats of Kearney get the 6-4 win. They win their first ever home game as a high school program. This one, they scored six runs on nine hits and four errors. And Papillion La Vista South got four runs on six hits and one error. We'll take a look at Papillion La Vista South and their statistics first. Um, they were led by Bo- Bodie Waller. He was one for three with two RBIs. Also, Daniel Schumacher, the nine hitter, was two for two as well with a run scored. Um, for Papillion La Vista South, Waller with a run scored as well, as well as Nate Denny and Lane Harris. So that was their four runs. We'll look at uh, Carney um, real quick. Um, the losing pitcher first for Papillion La Vista South. Uh, was Lane Harris. He went four innings of, of work, gave up five five runs, of which all five were earned. Um, he struck out four Carney batters, all looking, and took the loss on that one. We'll crunch the numbers for Carney High and give you those in two minutes here on ESPN Tri-Cities. You already know that at Lanny Carlson Motors, we go the extra mile for you. And now we're going for extra bases, too. If we don't have what you're looking for, our convenient car finder tool will help us put you in the right car at the right price. Our prices can't be beat for cars as new as last year's models, and we even have financing available. So come on in and see my husband Lanny, Jerry, or Brandon in North Kearney across from Menards at 6110 2nd Avenue or online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. That's Lanny Carlson Motors going the extra mile for you. Proudly supporting Kearney High School Baseball. 
man, Trevor, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. That's right, boys. Landscaping is hard work, and not to mention, most people just don't have the time. Don't worry, that's exactly why we're here. Johnson Landscape has been landscaping the Tri-City area for 20 years, and our professional staff knows how to do the job right and on time. As always, we offer landscaping, sprinkler systems, retaining walls, paver patios, and much more. Ooh, this landscaping is awesome. Good thing we called Johnson Landscape. Check us out on the web at johnsonlandscape.net. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery will help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. Optical Gallery on 39th Street in Kearney. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home, and I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. And welcome back to Memorial Field. Again, Carney Bearcats with the 6-4 win over Papua and La Vista South. Game 2 is going to start here probably in about 20 to 25 minutes. It'll be interesting to see you, Carney and Papua and La Vista, throw out there on the mound. Let's look at the Carney numbers here for you. They were led uh, by Sestro, 3 for 4 with 3 RBIs and 3 runs scored. Um, Braden Miller also 1 for 3 with a run scored. Lane Shires was one for three with a run scored. Trey Rodriguez was one, th- one for three. He scored two RBIs in that one. And they were also led by um, uh, Mason Casper. He was one for three with an RBI. Also, he was the winning pitcher, throwing four and two-thirds innings. And Nolan Etherton finishes with two and one-third innings in relief, and he picks up the save. So Carney... Advances to two and one on the year. Their next game will be here in about 20 minutes. And Papillion La Vista South falls to 0 and four on the season. Final thoughts, Chris. You know the the biggest thing I thought is Carney getting off to that hot start a little bit, and then Mason Casper kind of ran into trouble a little bit in that third inning. But after that, he recovered and gave him, uh, you know, an inning in the third, an inning in the third, or an inning in two thirds extra, I believe. So he ended up going about four and a third, four and two thirds. So. He he got that game far along enough where Etherton could come in there, and he really, he really showed. He he got that he got that final out then, and then he really uh, that sixth and seventh inning he really showed an ability to kind of be one of those relievers that you can kind of count on to bring him in and know that he's going to give you uh, one of the better chances to win on your club uh, when you've got those late inning situations. So I was I was really impressed with him and his ability to throw that he, he had a couple 2-0 curveballs and he really there was no count maybe with, besides 3-0 just because you might as well throw a fastball in their first strike where he wouldn't show that thing so I, I was very impressed with him and you know for the most part Carney they, they had a few things and 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 Papio South had a few things with their infielders that kind of showed some rust but for the most part you've got to be pretty pleased with how the hitters have looked thus far and for the most part uh throwing to the right bases doing those basic little things having the pitcher cover right. uh you know things from that standpoint i think that very promising uh first game for carney high and i thought for sure that corbin foster 
although he was 0 for 3 on the on the plate, he maybe saved a run or two over there at first base as well. So uh, any of those guys would be good athletes. Uh, nominees for Plyover Prep's Athlete of the Month, brought to you by bnbcarpet.com. One female and one male athlete will be chosen at the beginning of the, of the month, so your April winners will be for the March contests. Our previous winners were Morgan Baker from Adams Central. She was on the Hastings swimming team, did well at State and Grady Grease of Grand Island Northwest, the 2019 Class B 185-pound champion. That's going to wrap it up here from Memorial Field for Game 1. We'll be back in roughly about 20 minutes. But in the meantime, we'll take you to the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament. We're going to have a live look in at the Florida State-Gonzaga game. There will be whip-around coverage all night over on KICS 1550 as well. Uh, But we'll be back here in approximately 20 minutes. Until then, I'm Jeff Babel. Have a good night, everyone. To be a Platte River Prep school sponsor, like Awari Dunes and Copycat Printing, email digital at platteriverradio.com and find out how you can support your team on platteriverpreps.com. Five stations. 1230 KHIS. KICS. Hastings. KXPN Carney. The Breeze 94.5. Classic Hits. Power 99. One team. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. Platteriverpreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports. Your music. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit PlatteRiverPreps.com. Especially with the official.